Geek Out! Holy Geek Out, Batman! Oh, man. We have a fantastic, fantastic episode for everyone today. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to yet another episode of our Geek Out podcast. My name is Spaniard also known as Eddie, and with me, as always, is the Kingdom of Heart 3 freak, Tisa Bobisa. Hey guys, it's Tisa Bobisa, and I am so excited to get right into tonight's content. I mean, can we just address the big fat elephant in the room that happened this week, E3? E3. I mean, this this is literally the... Uh, Super Bowl, uh, the World Cup, the championship for gamers everywhere. I mean, let's face it, BlizzCon is definitely another cool one, especially if you're a huge Blizzard fan like myself. But E3 brings us that huge, you know, guilty pleasure of us seeing games that we know we do not have money for, but we are going to spend it just because of (laughs) what we see out there. We will starve (laughs) for three months. And this E3, this E3... (laughs) brought so much joy surprises and also what the moments that we are going to go through all the conferences except for one sorry square next year conference was absolutely trash but we will go through (laughs) some of the other games to go through and so we'll go through most of the conferences we have a ton of content to cover but tiso bobisa and i got plenty of water we're ready to go we're suited up and we want to give you you the listeners, the ultimate pleasure of hearing us geek out. So let's start off right from the batch, Tisa Bobisa. Our first conference was EA, Electronic Arts, and this started on Saturday, all right? This is even before E3 technically begins. And EA has been, as of late, very, uh, how do you say, just... um. Shitty. Yeah, they've been they've been pretty shitty um, as a developer <laughs> and as a uh, you know I, I, I can't even I can't even even say it. It's just been horrible to their fans. I mean, with Star Wars Battlefront regarding um, you know the uh, the the system as far as how you have to pay in order to pretty much win with the loot boxes. I mean, people just want to play. Sure, if it's, you know, content like, hey, I want to go ahead and make my character look cool, so I'll pay an extra $5, great, fantastic. But for gameplay experiences, ah, you know, EA is all about that. And man, this conference for EA was just, in a word, horrible. Like, it, it was just bad. Like, really really bad i mean okay well all right so let's back up a little bit for those of you who did not catch e3 we're gonna go ahead and highlight all our best and in this case eddie's horrible moments that we feel were great or not so great so our very first conference was ea that we are talking about right now and eddie tell us why you hated it so much Okay, I hated it because they really didn't bring us anything. They highlighted 
once again their sports and hey i mean right. i i totally understand sports sell every year you know madden fifa whatever they sell i get it they have to show it and stuff like that but it's not really what people want to see they know that game's coming out we want to see something new fantastic great right. and my hopes okay my hopes for ea were crushed because i as some of you may know and if you don't you will know now am a huge bioware fan bioware through ea has made mass effect and dragon age two franchises and titles that i absolutely adore the storytelling the gameplay the action you know the 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 steps that it takes where you can make your own choices throughout the game it feels absolutely incredible that's what bioware is known for and bioware was making this little game called anthem now last year at e3 they did show it off and it looked pretty cool but in a way, it was like, well, what more are we going to get? And this E3, I was super excited because I thought I was going to see some storytelling, you know, some decision making, maybe some even romances. Ho ho. And hey also, you know, some cr- pretty cool combat. But once I saw it, it literally looks just like Destiny. And they admitted that there are going to be no romances and no story, uh, like, trains or trees or whatever and i'm like whoa 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 wait a minute so bioware for what they are known for is now just going to make a game that's pretty much like an iron man shooter game and it really upset me because this was the game i really thought at the end of the show was going to be ea's like one savior and it absolutely didn't do it and i i just am so disappointed overall of ea and everything that they showed however i will have to give them credit for one game because they have their um little side studios that they are supporting uh through ea play uh first or originals i think it's called and it's pretty cool because they actually they take no profit from the game but they help smaller studios promote their game and there was this one that's called, nice yeah there's this one called sea of solace and it looks really cool like the art and the gameplay and the story in it it's like very dark it looks really cool so that for me was probably the best part of the entire conference <laughs> but uh, anthem uh i mean did you get to see any of the anthem gameplay at all a bit yes um i feel like i kind of got a little bored with the ea conference so oh, i was kind of yes. zoning in and out um because i'm not a huge fan of sports games um i know that my brother is and he's a huge fan of playing sports games so he probably liked some of them but as you said any gamer whether you're a fan of ea or not we all know that there's always going to be the maddens and the baseballs and all that other crap that come out and you know it's going to come out every year so to see something new as you said would have been nice and there's no real need to watch the ea conference to know that so exactly. it was kind of like, eh, okay, you know, all right, cool, whatever. But it didn't wow me, which when you watch E and when you're following E3, you're expecting to get wowed, right? Yes, so exactly. that's probably the, the disappointing factor of EA overall. But that's okay. I mean, it was the first one. It didn't kick off the the E3 with a bang like we wanted, but there are some really good conferences that we did see, right? absolutely i mean the next one to follow which i think everyone knows i'm not the biggest fan of xbox but i do i do have to admit microsoft's conference was so damn good (laughs) i mean from beginning to end it was just full of games full of trailers 
full of um, exclusive first-time views and world premieres, and uh, it just dominated, I felt, from beginning to end as a conference as a whole, and it was really cool. Still not going to make me buy an Xbox, because most of the games are still coming to Windows 10, and, you know, I prefer PC. Uh, but let's just go through some of the titles, and we'll go back and forth. So I put this little one here first, because it really caught my eye, and honestly, it really 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 sold me as soon as the gameplay started it's a little tiny game called tunic and when i first oh. saw it it it's literally zelda but zelda as a fox that's pretty much it and the gameplay and the graphic style is very like cartoony and pixelated and very uh, uh shape oriented but it's so damn cute it looks amazing like, if you see this, it, it doesn't come out to 2019, um, but it is coming out to other systems, uh, PC, you know, Xbox, and I think maybe PlayStation 4 as well. I'll have to check. Um, but I definitely know it's coming out PC because I already put it on my wish list for Steam. Um, but it looks so good. It's like, if you love so, Zelda... Go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I agree, and I love Zelda, but for, for me, when I saw this game, I thought... Man, my kids would really enjoy this because it's it just has like a, a vibe to it that just anyone in the family could enjoy, even if you're an adult or a kid. And so it's just really adorable. I love the yes, whole. Yes, exactly. It's it, it is. It's very. It's cute. unique. Yes. Is what I like. Yes, and it looks it looks sharp and polished, and you know I wish it was coming out this year, but at the same time I'm glad it's not because there's so many damn games, and I already am crossing off games right now on my list of what I'm gonna buy at the end of this year, and uh -huh. it's literally very hard for me to cross out some. So, but yeah, I thought Tunic was really cool. I thought it was great for Microsoft to um, show that as one of their uh, small titles um, to you know to present, and I thought it was it was really it was like you said it was it looks like a very unique game, and I'm really 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 happy to see so um i'm gonna let you talk about this other game amongst others but this one i think you uh will really enjoy a little game called jump force that was shown off oh my gosh okay spaniard i watched the trailer for this one and i i almost shit my pants <laughs> <laughs> so excited okay so i'm watching and you know i'm like all right what am i what am i looking at here okay there's another fighting game holy shit there's fucking goku right yep. uh-huh and i'm like okay goku's in this that's really freaking cool okay naruto naruto i can't even say his name i always fucking naruto up. naruto naruto thank mm -hmm. you naruto which is another great anime um so you have goku from Dragon Ball, and then mm -hmm. you have Naruto, mm -hmm. and what was the other guy's name? Luffy, from One Piece. I have I have not watched One Piece just because of this trailer. I'm gonna watch it because <laughs> it's fantastic. It's, it's really good. It's a really good anime. So, I have I've only watched the first season though, but it's really good. Hey, are you there? Yes, I'm oh, here. Okay, I lost you for a second. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I mean I. <laughs> I was just saying that I'm very excited for this game. I mean, if you guys haven't seen the Jump Force trailer yet, go on YouTube right now. If you like fighting games and you like anime, this is like two amazing worlds mushed together into amazingness. And, 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 
Okay, so I'm like, oh, that's so cool, right? And then they have Frieza and, yes. and all that. And I'm like, man, this this game looks cool. And there's those are just the only ones that they showed in the trailer. Right. I mean, you said that there were supposed to be more. Oh, right? yeah, they're going to have... They, they definitely said uh, in multiple interviews that um, these are just the ones that they are showing off. And there are going to be a ton more. And with a ton more, they are all going to be notable. Mind you, notable, huge characters from either Shonen Jump or from huge anime series. All I know is that I was already excited when I watched this. And at the very end of the trailer, that's when I almost shit myself. Because (laughs) at the very end of this trailer, if you guys are Death Note fans, Death Note, it is on, if if you don't, if you like gore and you like action and you like a little bit of mystery and fantasy, it's just phenomenal. Go on Netflix and watch it. Um, they have Light Yagami and Ryuk, the Shinigami, from the Death Note series, the anime. And oh my fucking gosh, it is amazing. I can't. I don't even know what he does. I don't. It, what, that, what, and that, what are and they going to do with him? And that's the cool part. It's like... Just them showing that, like, that's why I love, first of all, that's one of the reasons why I love watching these events um, live and or if I watch it on video on demand because I did have to watch a couple of them because of work. Um, I like watching with the audience because the audience speaks like so much volume, like their excitement when they see these things. And I'm pretty sure their their first, when they saw Ryuk and they saw Light, they were just like in a roar, like, oh, oh my yeah. God. But Holy then afterwards, God. you know, they were probably like, yep. wait, what the hell is he going to do? But that's, yeah, that's just it, right? Fuck, You're just going to do like you just break get... Goku or <laughs> right, right, Naruto's we don't know. name in the notebook and kill him like that. I mean, that's kind of an unfair fight, right? But, but, so. that's, but that's the cool part. We don't know. But we don't. do we even care? We're just excited that Light and Ryuk are in this. Like, it's just it's just going to be amazing. It's just going to be so, so, so damn cool. Um, the, the action that they showed in some of the interviews and some of, like, the big moves and stuff like that, especially for uh, Naruto, uh, looked absolutely Dude, beautiful. when he, like, <laughs> multiplied himself and shit and he yes. was on that roof. Yes, exactly, exactly. Like, it makes you, uh, literally, it makes you want to just watch anime while you play this. So you yes. you'll probably just have, you know, your big screen TV and then, like, your laptop or your phone or whatever. And that is going to be, like, having your anime series while you're playing this dominating. So uh, they only showed, like, Frieza as, like, I guess the quote-unquote, you know, uh, villain for this. Yes. So I'm sure mm-hmm. they will have more. Um, if you look very closely, very, very very closely um you can tell that it's a it's a it's a three fighter so you know kind of like the marvel versus capcom you choose three fighters and uh, right. a lot more fighting game styles you know when it's battle royale do this as well like a tag team right and mm-hmm. frieza's has two other characters on the side and they're very 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 faint you try to make it out and there's a lot of forums right now and a lot of fans uh, anime fans or you know just uh fighting fans in general trying to figure out the characters and a lot of them have speculated you know there's some attack on titan or there's some from um uh what was the other uh shonen oh hero academia and like it's very it's very close you just have to take just take a peek and you know maybe you can guess what it is i was trying but 
man, they did a really good job of hiding it. And that director for the game was not giving out any information. He was every question he an- he was answering was either yes or no or you sh- you will see. <laughs> <laughs> so he was keeping everything under wraps, which which I like because then that means more surprises for us later. But um, the, the cool thing about this is like I I originally wanted to get the fighting game Dragon Ball um, Z Fighters or Dragon Ball mm-hmm. Fighters, I think it was called. And mm-hmm. because it has that like anime style and it looks really damn cool. But I feel now after seeing this, I get still an anime maybe not um as the you know like actual anime or cartoon or visuals as that game um but this one it still looks so badass and i get an array of anime characters and i think that i mean i just been looking for an excuse for a really really good fighting game and i really think this is it um well whoever thought of this whoever idea was is like all right what we're going to do is we're going to take all the fucking badass anime characters and we're going to make them fight each other. Yes. Dude, that guy needs a fucking handshake and a damn high five because that shit is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can tell You can tell he was super passionate about it. So I, I'm excited. It, it's great when you – you can see the difference when someone uh, – when developers and creators and, you know, writers and wh- what have you, when they do the, the interviews and the conferences, when they're excited and they're passionate about it versus they're just – kind of presenting it right and for mm-hmm. this one you could tell it was very ant very cool and yeah i think it's 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 gonna be great it's gonna be great i was i was really excited it was one of those it was one of the big first surprises for e3 especially starting off so early next to tunic but there was another huge surprise that started off right at the beginning of the microsoft conference now this mm-hmm. character has been you know, in a in a slight, uh, how, how do we say, like, fault, right? One of the most beloved Xbox and Microsoft characters of all time. And we got this trailer, which first we were like, well, what the hell is this? Could this be what we think it is? Is this what we think it is? No, it doesn't look that way. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, ho, ho, <laughs> Then as soon as the zooming expands... Master Chief, Master Chief for Halo Infinite is the new title. Not Halo 6, it's called Halo Infinite. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts about them revealing the next Halo game? You know what, I really, honestly, I'm not really that enthused about Halo, I know. But, I'm just so over it, it's like... <laughs> okay let me just let me just start out with this okay okay? yeah i was gonna say you you, you'll need to roll back a little bit you how you are about call of duty Mm -hmm. is kind of how i am about halo okay that that's that's understandable and i know that they've made changes throughout the games but essentially i don't know i i'm old school with halo i really liked the older games when we were playing together with aaron and everything that was a lot of fun um, but I just, they lost my interest, so I was just like, ah, it's another Halo game. So, what do you think that Halo Infinity, or in Halo Infinite, it's, how do you think that this game sets apart from the rest? Tell me. From, from what the developers have said, this is going back to the roots. This is going back to Halo 2, okay? Mm-hmm. Halo the 2. The ones that I like. Yes, the, the maps, the mayhem of the multiplayer, the amazing storyline, um, the, the, the story 
played as Master Chief, not as some other squad members or anything like that. And at the very end of the trailer, we got a little piece that may show that Cortana is, you know, still here because we saw Master Chief put in this little blue highlighted chip. So that got me really excited. Um, and I, I just feel like I, I haven't played a Halo game since, you know, the, the first few. Now, I've played uh, Halo, I think it was Wars, I think it was, where they had the multiple different characters and different storyline, and it was just okay. And like you said, it, it kind of faded for me, and, you know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a, I don't, I've never owned an Xbox, so I've never really played it. I've, I've always had friends who have owned it, so I'm lucky enough to have enjoyed some of um, their exclusive games when uh, they have, which we'll be talking about another one very soon. Um, but for me, I since I know it's going to be on windows 10 as well which is the first time halo will be simultaneously released on xbox and on the pc which will be great i, yes. I feel like i'm gonna be i, I want to see obviously gameplay they showed a tiny bit but it wasn't much um yeah I, it was I, mostly just the trailer and of course the trailer yeah. is always gonna make it look amazing exactly so yeah overall I'm excited because I feel like it'll give me an opportunity to get back into Halo, but I want to know what type of Halo it's going to be. So yes. I, I, I can see where you're coming from, where it's like, oh man, you know, it's another one. But for me, because I haven't played Halo in so long, and personally, I've only played it, you know, going to Aaron's house, Bob's house, Jeff's or whomever's um, to go ahead and play, or even Josh's at that matter. Um, yeah. I just I, I feel like this would be a really upper, good opportunity for a starting point to say, OK, I'll get it day one if it looks like it's going to be back in the old type series. And, you know, I, I just think for Halo fans in general, I think it was just a good way to start out the conference uh, and then flow into some of theirs, because for one thing, uh, for what Xbox fans, they very much lack exclusives, like really, really much, because every time they say it's an exclusive game. It's either a timed exclusive, like it's going to come out on the PlayStation 4 later on, or it's also going to be on PC. So the fact yeah. that, you know, this is something that people could enjoy, I, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be cool. Um, but we got another surprise before we get to another big one. And I know you and I are both fans of this game. And we did say that this may be um one of the reveals as far as rumors that we were talking about on our last podcast episode and devil may cry five. Oh, <laughs> devil may cry five what are your thoughts what are your thoughts well all i can say is holy shit it looks beautiful <laughs> it looks so good and it was just like it is beautiful it was so random it was just like Devil May Cry, bam. And we're like, wait, what? Wait, who? Wait, wait, wait. Can we can we, can we, back up? Wait, what just happened? <laughs> exactly. Like, as I was watching the trailer, I was trying to, I was already uh, behind, you know? In, in a sense, yeah. because my mind was still like, well, this is Devil May Cry 5. Okay, let me start catching up. Okay, yeah, that happened. There's a weird chick in the van. She actually sounds pretty yeah. cool. And there was a, then he's got this really, you know, his arm is gone, but now he's got this crazy robotic thing kind of going on and uh, points in the system. And I was just like... It was geeking out. I was like, whoa. Okay, whoa. Okay, we, we need this button masher type game in our lives right now. And bam, there it is. 
Devil May Cry 5. And the trailer was really cool. I really liked the girl character. She had a very unique uh, uh, personality, and I like that. I, th- I think it's yes. going to be really cool. Which one? Are you talking about the one with the glasses? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I love it because she's got, like, that geeky <laughs> Yes. Yeah, like, <laughs> she, was, to she was totally into everything that was going on. She was like, yeah, I did that. I made those upgrades, you know? And I was just like, this is great. Like, this is what you want from Devil May Cry. I was, I was so pumped because it was one of those surprises. And like you stated earlier, Tisa Pavisa, the um, the E3 conference, we, we want surprises. Like, yes, we would love to hear about games that we have been waiting for and we know that are out, but are coming out. But it's just these types of games and these types of surprises where you're just like, holy shit, like this is so cool. And, and that trailer was amazing. That, that was one of my favorite so, trailers. Although I thought it was amazing, for those of you who have not played Devil May Cry... You might want to check it out on YouTube because it's a very unique type of game. Button masher. It's just kind of yeah, it's definitely yeah. a button masher. I mean, how would you describe it to someone who's never played it before? Because I mean, they've got the monsters and you you get to shoot, you kind of get to explore, lots of action. Okay, if if I um, was to explain it to somebody, let's say they were playing on PlayStation 4. This is how I would explain it. X X X X X X X X 0 <laughs> Because literally, that's all you, you do. You want to get those combos in. <laughs> yeah, you, all, your your whole goal is to see that number on the number screen for your combos reach like three hundred and something ridiculous, yes, right? That just... that is your whole goal. But no, no. In, in all seriousness, it's a it's a button masher. Um, you face all these demons and ghouls and whatnot as a, a character known as Dante. Um, which th- this character won't be Dante, but Dante was shown at the end of the trailer, which is really cool. Um, but mm-hmm. the there, there usually is like these different types of uh, archetypes and weapons and stuff, and you just pretty much just go around. There, there is a main story, and it can be linear at times as far as like how you can move. But the whole point is, you see something, you beat the shit out of it, and then you move on to the next thing, and you beat the shit out of it. It's just a lot of, Boom. it's just fun. It's just you know senseless fun. It's just one of those types of games that you just love, and I, I like those types of games. And it's very hard to come by those nowadays because a lot of people like putting the story or the shooter games out nowadays so it's it this is just it looked really cool i I was really impressed with it and super excited that it the the rumor did come true (laughs) yeah i i was impressed it looked really neat and although i haven't played it i want to (laughs) (laughs) because just because of that i'm like wow He's got a robot arm. Oh. He's got the little silver hair thing going on. Silver fox. Silver fox. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks great. I think I think it's gonna be um, a tribute to Devil May Cry fans and just just if you want to get into the action sense and um, if you haven't played any of the more recent like button masher or action uh, games, this is gonna be right up your alley. It's gonna be awesome. So. One, another exclusive, which um, I absolutely this is actually my favorite my favorite uh, Microsoft or Xbox exclusive, however you want to put it. Uh, it's my favorite. And uh, it, it, it's it's very hard to play these games because they've only been, you know, like on uh, Xbox and what have you. But the Gears of War series, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. good. I love it. Ever since I played the very first one, and I played it at Aaron's, and I actually forced him to buy it <laughs> just so <laughs> I could play it. I kind of like tricked him into it in a sense. But I was like, you know, but... I really enjoy the Gears games. Like, they are so much fun. The The weapons are really cool. And I just love the designs of the characters. They're just, like, 
huge bulky mammoth characters mm-hmm. and they have such great personalities and um you know last gears of war uh was really good story-wise i think it was one of the best stories written but for this one they're actually taking out the war now the game is called gears 5 which is very interesting to take a franchise that is known for its title and then change it and take out something right but yeah, it, I wonder why they did that. Well, I, I guess a, a couple of interviews were saying that most people call it Gears, which is true. I always call the series Gears. I never really call it right. Gears of War. So I guess they said it would make it easier, but I still think that's very peculiar. But, I mean, it works. Gears 5, it's, that's probably what people would call it anyways if it was Gears yeah, of War 5. And, I mean, they know what it is just by taking the war out. They still know Gears is Gears, you know? Yeah, and, but but the cool part, the, the funny part is what I loved about how they unveiled it, uh, or, uh, yeah, uh, did the reveal for this, was before they showed the Gears of War logo, you know, which is like that skull and it has the gear in it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And literally the crowd in the conference in that, uh, that uh, auditorium was freaking out. They're like, oh my God, it's Gears! <laughs> and then a little... <laughs> A little pop figure, you know the 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 pop, the little the yeah. ones with the big beady eyes. A pop Gears of War character came out. Everybody was just stopped clapping, and they were like, "Wait, what? Wait, <laughs> wait what?" And then three other little cute little Gear Pop characters came, and then they were shooting at other ones, and they were like, "Gears Pops coming for mobile," and everybody's faces was like, "Are, the you, fuck? are you are you serious? <laughs> this is the." This is the gear. And then they showed another trailer, and everybody was like, oh, okay, it was a joke. It was a joke. Yeah, uh, but- they actually had quite a few of those in E3 this year. <laughs> I saw that, like, lots of gag, um, like, little joke trailers that they played were pretty funny. Yeah, it, it, I thought it was great because I think I think they did it in this way on purpose uh, because they showed another trailer, and then it ended up being, like, a strategy Gears of War type game, and everybody was like, oh. <sighs> Are you guys really screwing us over right now? And then, of course, the main director comes over, and then he's like, "We've been working on Gears of War 5. And then everyone got was like, "Oh my god!" And then they showed the trailer, and then they showed a little bit into the story, and then the gameplay. And I have to say, they are now using um, Kate, who she was in Gears of War 4, and she's a really awesome character. So she's going to be the lead role in this one. And uh, damn. It looks so good. I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited. This will probably be um, a first day buy for me on the PC. Um, I- I'm really looking forward to it because, like I said, I can actually now get it without having to force Aaron to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it looks it looks good. So um, as far as gear games, is this something that excites you? Do you like the the having now a female uh, lead role that you can play? And you know, it, are are you excited to play? gears on your pc or just have a new game or is this just kind of like uh you know well it's cool but not for me what, what what are your thoughts on gears okay well gears has always been a badass game yes. I, i'm like <laughs> i'm like you where i was never able to actually get into it and play it because i don't like xbox never been an xbox fan yeah. um but i love the game and i have played it with friends and watched um gameplay before with you and aaron and stuff like that so um I am a fan. I just, I haven't had the luxury of playing it. However, since I now have a PC that's not a piece of shit, <laughs> I, will, I will be 
probably playing it with you or not with you but we'll i'll be buying oh yeah it no well. we'll we'll be playing there'll be some multiplayer we will definitely hell yeah we all will right i was hoping you were gonna say yeah that. we will we will be <laughs> shredding up for sure because that's the great thing about gears um is that yeah. they, they, it's always had co-op it's and always you know had what co-op, i love so. you know i love shooting things yes so. yeah and you, this, you know, this is and right up your alley blood totally gore, just gore guts. violence just <laughs> scary as fuck you want to like squeeze your butt cheeks together because you're scared but excited <laughs> at the same time <laughs> you have all these emotions going on so yeah i think that i am excited i'm pumped um a little bit anticipating things that i because i don't have a whole lot of experience with the game but just based off of everything that i've heard things that i've seen and the trailer i'm pretty excited about this one spaniard so Ooh. i think we we've got we've got this one together we're gonna play it absolutely it's gonna happen probably will be gearing up uh, my pc by then as well you know slowly but surely i mean it's pretty decked out now but um why why wouldn't you want to deck it out more just for the hell of it right just to see how much extra ultra you can put into the ultra settings but exactly. i'm really excited for gears um you know microsoft had a great conference and then they ended it but then something happened like what? the screen started going crazy and then this little like gadget thing started popping up with you know like these old dos screens and stuff and everybody was like well, what the hell is this and then in one of the lines it read cd project red and then everybody was just like oh, it's happening oh. it's happening it's happening and then it actually can happen <laughs> they showed off cyberpunk 2077 oh my gosh for the first time i i just need to breathe because breathe. that trailer was so gorgeous um first of all i love the setting i love everything i love it's it just i enjoyed it i i thought it was really something really to be excited about and i was actually watching it on youtube uh live so when I was watching it, I saw all the comments. And as you stated before, I mean, your your reactions to the... You can see the, the audience members commenting and everything like that. Oh and they were God. just... Yeah, like literally the whole <laughs> chat box was all capital letters. Like, <laughs> all capital letters. And can we talk about just the whole... Just the, the whole dynamic of it, how there's this gorgeous female and she's got these robot arms and everything and i love the style of it i love the way that the avatars or the the characters are all punky like it just it's amazing <laughs> i'm a little curious though what do you think about um as far as like gameplay did you see any of the gameplay in the trailer all right so he he here's the thing here's the thing so there was no gameplay shown to the public Okay. Okay. They only I was watching it live and I did <laughs> right. not see any gameplay. No, so this I was, was a little, but like, however, mm. everything that you saw in the trailer was in game footage, meaning that's what it'll look like. Now, granted, they probably will tweak it here and there, but it was from the in game engine. So it wasn't like CGI. That is what the game will look like. And we already know okay. CD Projekt Red really hits the mark when it comes to making their games look absolutely gorgeous. Witcher 3. Thank you again, CD Projekt Red. Oh my gosh. Much. So Now, did you hear the did you hear the rumor because there's a rumor going around about how Siri from The Witcher is going to be popping in on this one? Who knows? She could be a robot. We do not know. All we know I, is that I hope so because that would be pretty cool for Witcher fans. This game is going to be so freaking cool. I am super stoked. 
But then people were wondering about the gameplay, like you had mentioned earlier, and a few people did get to see the behind the doors. And then, of course, sp- spilled the beans, as you were. This game yeah. is going to be a first-person shooter, which I I have to admit, I have to admit, actually makes me super excited. And the reason it does, and people are probably like, wait, what the hell? What are you talking about? Because The Witcher looked so amazing. We know how it looks in third person. We can see the world and everything. I'm like, hold, hold, hold on, fans. Hold on. Hold on. We, we know Witcher 3 was awesome, unique. But this is, this is CD Projekt Red that we're talking about here. And they acknowledge that the world would be better experienced in a closer view. And the way that they talk about it, Tisa Babisa, and the way that they envision it when they're doing the interviews and talking about it, and the people who actually did get to see the behind-the-scenes look at the gameplay, all have said nothing but amazing, fantastic things. And I could visualize it. Just from the trailer alone, I could see that. And I'm stoked about it because it's still going to have, you know, the great storytelling, the tree lines, and you get to create your character. You get to create your main character. I am a huge fan of making, like, customizing my own avatar on any game or or any kind of anything. And so I'm a huge fan of that. That, for me, sold it for me. I love that it's so just futuristic. The cyberpunk in general, just the whole premise, really just just really gets me because it looks almost like chaos all the time um party vibes i mean just violence and just just it's gorgeous to look at it's almost overwhelming all the bright colors and the technology in these games it's just it's really really something i really it it, it, it it is curious when i was looking at it the first thing i thought about was like man this looks like kind of like borderlands like not visually but just kind of like the atmosphere and craziness kind of sense because you know borderless was just like well we don't care we're gonna say or do whatever we want and that's what i kind of felt but then with the whole tech and the you know the very like robotic vibe that it had going with it it made me feel like it was kind of like deus ex which is another fantastic game series so i'm like uh, you know if deus ex and uh borderlands got together had a baby and then that had uh you know more babies this is the outcome and that is absolutely cyberpunk it is just so damn cool i'm really excited i cannot wait to actually see gameplay like with my own eyes instead of just hearing it and everyone like geeking out saying oh my god it looks so (laughs) cool but i'm pumped i'm really pumped i cannot wait for them to say a date um, they, they haven't said one yet. We know definitely it's going to be coming out in 2019, but I want them to take their time with it because this is something that could be really, really special. And with, with just what they showed, like you said, it just looks like uh, it, we're going to have such a cool time playing this. Like, without a doubt, it's going to be so much fun creating the character, the storyline, what have you. And man, I, 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 I love CD Projekt Red. I cannot wait. It, it makes me want to play Witcher all over again just to do that. But we have a ton more games to play and go through, so... I'll be going there, but that did it for Microsoft's conference. There were other games that were shown in between, but nothing too hype. They also showed their new uh, For- Forza Horizon game, which is a big game for uh, some other people. They did announce, which I guess was a pretty big announcement, that they were acquiring four new studios, including Ninja Theory, which is absolutely nuts because Ninja Theory has been huge um as far as like storytelling type games so that's pretty interesting and i I guess it i guess it just really shows that microsoft is is trying a little bit more as far as pushing games that can only be on their um consoles or their software so that was pretty good i I have to admit microsoft conference was was very well done overall uh, a very very well done conference so we 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 went from cyberpunk 
So let's keep the vibe going and going into Bethesda, which Bethesda always has these very quirky, very, very quirky conferences. So t- talk to me about their new game, Rage 2, Tisa. Okay, let's see if I can remember that. because honestly bethesda had a lot of uh really a lot of really cool looking games so and i remember that rage 2 okay can we just talk about i don't know if you guys were able to watch e3 with us but the conference started out with this very awkward bethesda's uh they they started out with this very awkward guy coming out and singing (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck? It was so freaking weird. Like I they and they do weird stuff because that's that's just Bethesda. Like that is that is their um their their identity. They always come out with something very strange or quirky, but this one definitely was that is it gonna end? Like we just wanna see some games, Bethesda. That's exactly <laughs> what the people were saying in the comments. They're like, Oh my god, my ears are bleeding. Please stop. <laughs> But overall, I mean, the gameplay, they did show tons of gameplay, Yes. Um, which was really nice. I wish that more of the conferences showed more gameplay um, because you were able to really see the bells and whistles that this game has to offer. Um, and I really think it was really neat. Isn't this an open world type of game as well? Yeah, yeah. And, and the cool so part is... So you get is... to explore and see all this stuff and kind of do your own thing, which is kind of neat. Yeah, uh, the the first rage um, was an absolute um, disappointment for most people. They thought it was going to be this cool post-apocalyptic world, and you know, as Bethesda is known for, you know, like Doom and Fallout and what have you, like mm-hmm. they're pretty good at making post-apocalyptic worlds. But it, the world was so bland, and you know, it was it just wasn't that great. So it was actually a shock that they were going to have a sequel for this game, but they revamped it and they got oh, Avalanche yeah. Studios. It's- which are known for open-world action games like Just Cause 4 and Mad Max. So when we saw this, it was like, whoa, this looks like Mad Max meets Borderlands. And it looks... That is a really great way to explain (laughs) it. I mean, holy shit, the Mad Max, definitely, I can totally see. Now, when you're watching the gameplay, were you like, holy shit, the whole time? Because the gameplay where it's the first-person shooter or whatever, and the character is pretty much just fucking up <laughs> i mean they it's like so effortless there's no struggle whatsoever and it just makes me so jealous because i know that when i when if and when i play this game i'm gonna probably die 372 <laughs> times before i even get past that part and I, uh, yeah it, but it did look really neat they're throwing all these bombs and blowing people up and i loved it there was a part where the dude i think he like fucking shot somebody's head off yeah it it definitely looks really cool i was actually (laughs) it it looks i i put i put it this way in my notes i put insanely cool and i think that's a good way to put it just because of the fact that it looks like pure chaos but so much fun and and that's you know me we we've talked about this on this podcast a many a times i'm not the biggest first person shooter but if you give me something that has you know a little bit more than it just being like a call of duty or you know just kind of like you just sit there and just shoot other people like this it had explosions you're jumping around they had like portals that suck people in and then like blew up their body and their rib cage was flowing out the other side like yeah it was just kind of had a vibe like there was a zero gravity moment for a minute there wasn't there like how he just kind of 
gets up and punches the ground or whatever and then boom yeah they kind of had this it, it, it looked like i guess i guess they, it may have been because every time like they they turn like the screen purple it, like the person would scream and maybe that's just like a rage feature maybe i don't know like the person's raging so they get like a power up or something but they did yeah. show him get a power up and he had this like almost like shove ability to like push them away and blow up people with uh just like the force or something and it just it just looks really cool <laughs> <The> force <laughs> yeah it, and and honestly the um the like the uh the vehicle gameplay just looked really good like the explosions and the terrain and the way the vehicles moved i was really impressed with this game i thought i was like and eh, you know it, it may just be like just just okay but i was i was actually pleasantly surprised by this well game. in the beginning as you were saying with the vehicles in the very beginning of the rage 2 um preview of the gameplay and everything like that you can see this guy just this character, whoever's driving the vehicle, just tearing up, and you can see the dust kicking up and everything, and then just the way it drives. It kind of gave me a, a Dark Knight vibe, the Tumblr. Yeah, vehicle. yeah. That, that's Didn't a good it way to put it? Yeah, yeah. That's a good yeah. way to put it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, it it, it just looked really cool. And, and that's how you could tell, like, Avalanche Studios, like, really brought it because we know we've seen their stuff from the Mad Max game. And, um, you know, it, the, the, there's just been so much good things that happened in Just Cause 4. So it's just, like, a really good merger. Like, I think this game is actually going to do very very well and uh, i mean i don't know if it's it's something that i'll get day one but it's certainly something that i'm fairly fairly interested in and maybe if they have something going on you know throughout the holidays or something i i'm actually may just get it and just say you know what screw it i'm just gonna get it and play around with it so because uh you know they they definitely are gonna have other types of games which i'm super excited about but who knows maybe i'll have some extra cash and just say yeah this is the type of game i, I am really excited about this one it looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun a lot, a lot of fun. Um, so another Bethesda. What I was actually a little disappointed, and I think you know which one I'm talking about. Uh, a, a little, a little. Okay, okay. I will we, we'll definitely. I want your take on this first, and then I will go because I think I have more than a little. <laughs> okay. Well, why don't you go ahead and introduce the game? Okay. Okay. That we're I'll talking about. So the game is. Da -da -da -dun, fallout 76 which was pretty much bethesda's like big like every conference right every conference has that one game one game that everybody, that everybody wants to talk about and ex see exactly like that is their that and they know it too like every conference knows that's the game that people want to see like literally as soon as the conference starts you'll see the chat like either in twitch chat or youtube or wherever you're watching it there they'll do like resident sleeper or something and say oh my gosh where's fallout 76 or oh my gosh where's yep. gears 5 or oh my gosh where's anthem you know like that that was literally happening throughout every conference because everyone had that one game and fall 76 was bethesda's game so go ahead tell us what you thought gameplay wise the trailer everything that you know um they they had talked about uh in the conference and what this is going to bring to fallout fans all right so for fallout 76 i was actually very much looking forward to seeing this particular game just as a lot of everybody else all the fans and everything that love fallout uh, you know, and so when they finally show the trailer, and, and I don't know if you agree with me or not, but that was by far my least favorite and most boring trailer <laughs> I have ever seen. And it was terrible. I was like, what the fuck is this? I'm about to fall asleep. 
Is it even possible to make a post-apocalyptic game trailer boring? Yes, because they did it in Fallout 76. I don't know why. It was like the most boring music, and which is weird because Fallout usually has the best music. And I just was just very, 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 very disappointed with the trailer. I was sitting there watching. I'm like waiting for something to happen, and it was just literally just... You can kind of tell that they were just being a little too dramatic with it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I wasn't really thrilled with it. And I'm sure that a lot of the Fallout fans can agree with me. However, um, the gameplay, I mean, from what I did see, um, some of the clips and stuff, I mean, it was all right. It was just okay. It wasn't bad. It, it wasn't Fallout. Weird. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't changed Fallout. the whole dynamic of the game, right? It, it, yeah, it just like okay for for, for me the, the biggest thing that I was looking for throughout the entire trailer because like you, I lost interest right because I was mm-hmm. like okay like it started really good and I was like okay and then um, you know uh, T- Todd Howard I think it was Todd Howard I believe that's his name um, he was talking about well you know every person you know in the game uh, is gonna be an actual person everybody was like oh, whoa you know yeah. but then when they showed the trailer it's like. This doesn't look like Bethesda. I don't want three other knuckleheads following me around in this game. And they never showed the VAT system, which yeah, really, right. which really, really freaked me out. They did say in an interview that it is in there, but obviously they had to tweak it because how can you slow down time when you're playing multiplayer with, you know, with other people? Like, it just doesn't yeah. make sense. So it's definitely not going to be the same. But the fact that they didn't show it, which is... That that's all of Fallout is the VAT system, like pulling up the little you know like Pip Boy and what have you, and doing your your <laughs> stats and stuff like that. They didn't show yeah. any of that, and I was I like, they've completely changed the game, and I think a lot of the diehard Fallout fans were a little let down about that <sighs> because of the fact that. It is so different now. Different and change isn't always a bad thing. No, no, it's not. Um, However, I, I'm not sure about this change being a positive one. We'll see. I mean, it could be really great. We don't know. Maybe they just did a really shitty job of like <laughs> presenting their game. But, I mean, I, I'm not really... I was. I was, I started out with it really excited, and towards the end, I was just kind of bored. And I don't know. It was a letdown, for sure, on my uh, end. So. I was super let down, and I'll be completely honest. I'm. It, it's just not on my radar anymore. It, it really isn't. After, uh, it, and here's the way I look at it, right? Like Fallout, the Fallout series is amazing because you get this great story. You're in this vast wasteland after you know apoc- the post apocalypse and what have you, and you get to pick up these cool guns and you fight these mute mutant you know monsters and creatures and what mm-hmm. have you, and you just get this this feeling like that you're just alone and you just try to find the next thing just to survive well just seeing the other people and the fact that other people can just kind of like hunt you too was just like i felt like it was almost like the battle royale quote unquote that everyone the style that everyone's trying to go for nowadays you know with the success of PUBG and fortnite and what have you and i was just like ah this this just it just doesn't feel like fallout it really does it and then what really pissed me off what really pissed me off was the fact that they said that they're gonna have nuclear launches while you play and i'm like oh, are you yeah. are you fucking kidding me you mean 
I'm going to be sitting there and I could be playing with, you know, you and, you know, maybe some other friends that, that play Fallout and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden this fucking nuclear missile can just land on me and kill me. And I just have to just, you know, say, all right, well, let me start over again. Like, and you know how noxious that could be? Now, they did say that you do have to, like, find these clues. and It's not like you just push a button. There are certain steps you have to do, but I'm pretty sure it's going to happen more often than people would like and and that's and that's my point it's like you don't expect that in fallout now if that's something that happens like like on a mission or something like that great fantastic that's all on me but the fact that i'm trying to enjoy myself and play the game and some asshole then nukes me and then i have other assholes in my team that don't save me (laughs) it just it just doesn't feel like fallout it it really doesn't for me and i man i was so i was so let down i I was so i was so bummed out i mean uh I think that, like I said, sometimes change in video games is necessary, but at the same time, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You yes. know what I mean? And uh, for Fallout, one tweak here and there is fine, but I feel like they just did so many changes at once. It was just like we're in the initial shock phase. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's this this true. That, that's true. So. so, but the good news is. The good news is they had other games um, to not really show off, but talk about. And you're probably thinking, well, you know, they're just talking about games. They didn't really show anything. But it does give us hope for other stuff. So um, Doom, there's a new Doom game coming out, which uh, I'm pretty stoked about because uh, I played the most recent Doom that came out. And holy shit, that game is relentless. Like, it is just nonstop blood, gore, beat the shit out of some demons and just like wreak havoc and it looks amazing amazing on pc and the cool part and i do give bethesda credit for this the cool part is bethesda has been showing a shit ton of support for the nintendo switch and we, yes. we'll, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to our nintendo section yeah um but um <laughs> the, the the fact that they've been supporting it and they put doom on the switch was like so cool like, I was very tempted to do it, but I'm like, nah, I want to play Doom on the PC. I'll, le- I'll leave other games for the Switch on that, but they've been Definitely very... Definitely agree with you on that. Doom has to be on the PC. I mean, it has to be in your face. It's it's one of those intense games where it's like, oh, I, I, w- I would get scared playing that game because it's demons. It's one thing if it's <laughs> zombies because then they're kind of like proportioned to your body. You know, humans yeah. that used to be humans, now they're zombies. All right, I could take a zombie, but fucking demons and shit. come on now that's out of my realm i don't know i'm over my head yeah they it it looks it it, it, i mean they showed like a tiny kind of teaser cgi type thing but obviously they didn't show much it was just what you would expect from a doom and i think it's called doom infernal or or eternal eternal yeah yeah doom eternal so i'm Mm -hmm. I'm excited you know they just announced it so they're they're working on it that's something to be excited about but what's really interesting for bethesda is um, they they're still talking about virtual reality, which I thought was oh, yes. pretty much dead. Um, but they still keep bringing it out. And I mean, the funny part is, and, and what was cool that they did in their press conference was, um, you know, Skyrim. You know, one of my favorite games in most right. recent times has been literally put on every console and also like on every possible device. Like they've made so many <laughs> versions of Skyrim. So they actually made this little kind of like funny commercial trailer with that one comedian I, I don't know what his name is, but Oh, um, Key. Yeah. And yes, they, w- they I saw that. They put her <laughs> put it on the Alexa, the uh, <laughs> the 
Amazon Echo. It was it was so good. Like and and uh, you know everyone's laughing and saying they're making fun of it. And my favorite part was like. You have no potions. You know, Alexa's saying, oh, you have no potions. He's like, how much cheese do I have? And she's like, you eat have all the cheese. 200. He's like, yeah. He's like, eat all the cheese. Eat all of it. I'm eating all the cheese. So pretty much it's and like talking. And then his wife comes in. His wife <laughs> like, blah, blah, blah. Like bitching at him because he's being all loud and obnoxious. <laughs> And then, you know, then they started showing it that it was, like, uh, going to be, like, on a fridge. They were going to put Skyrim on a fridge and, you know, some other ridiculous things and what have you. So it was really cool. You know, they were poking fun. But then come to realize it's actually a real thing. Skyrim is going to be on Alexa. And it's like, are you shitting me, Bethesda? <laughs> are you shitting me right now? I mean, it, it, it's cool. That I, was really funny. I love that. Uh, it, it, it was it was pretty cool stuff. But they, they did announce that they're going to be making some mobile games and stuff, which, you know, I they, they kind of looked okay. But, you know, I, I, mobile games for me have to be like, I feel like not ported from other games because then you're like, well, this is hugely downgraded. But they did show yeah. an Elder Scrolls one, which I was like, okay, I could see myself doing that. But I was like, I just want to see Elder Scrolls 6, man. Just talk about Elder Scrolls 6 and then BAM! What yep. happened? Oh, the, yeah. The, 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 the thumping of the huge orchestra started and my heart, I was literally like, I think my wife was making sure that I wasn't having a heart attack. And uh, they started <laughs> just started slowly zooming in from the clouds and you just see this enormous land and city and you just hear the music and you know it's Elder Scrolls. You're just waiting to oh, see yeah. the title. And then bam, Elder Scrolls 6. Now, granted, you know, I know this game is not going to come out for at least, at least three four maybe even five years it'll definitely be on you know the next console cycle um but that's okay the fact that i know that it's there now i'm just like thank god i don't ever have to go back to skyrim and put like 900 hours on it <laughs> more but that was really cool so um i don't think we talked about it before but have you played an elder scrolls game or if you haven't is this something that could get you excited um you know being you know in that first person and rpg kind of style realm okay so um i have never played skyrim or anything else i haven't played elder scrolls on console <gasps> however I have played Elder Scrolls Online on the PC. <sighs> okay, well, at least so, that, that's that's kind of close. So at least you've gotten a, a little bit of taste of Elder Scrolls. So that's good. That's good. Yes, and I do enjoy it. I love it. I think it's it's a really fun. And there's so much to do. Yes. So much. I mean, there's quests. I mean, you be on a quest, take two steps, and there's another quest. I mean, it's <laughs> everywhere. And it's really neat that you can just kind of pick up loot, or not loot, but supplies and everything and upgrade as you go. You don't have to necessarily spend a whole lot of money on the game if you don't want to, right. um, which is great in, in the PC online version. So I like that. I like that you can just fucking walk up somebody and just chop their fucking head off and take their <laughs> shit. Because that's how I play. I play dirty. I'll come up to somebody and they'll be like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Give me your shield, bitch. Uh, yeah, hey, <laughs> I, I'm right there with you. I am brutal in Skyrim. Like, I see the poor, you know, the poor uh, villager, and they're like, oh, can you give me some coin? Whack in the face with my two-handed sword. Steal all their <laughs> pouch of coin. <laughs> like, like, hey, that, that so. bitch only had two gold coins, but they're mine now, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> but exactly. yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm ruthless in there because I, I have everything like maxed out, and I just love just you know just screwing around. I'll, I'll just go around a whole entire you know like city or village, and you know my my um what, what do you call it like the the awareness or the the warnings will go off, and they'll say oh you're uh you know you're a delinquent or you know you're uh, you're wanted for this much, and like every guard in the entire town is chasing me, and I'm just like come at me bitch, and just going at them <laughs> and stuff. It's just a ton of fun, but yeah, I, I I'm really excited for elder scrolls uh overall how did, how did you feel about bethesda's conference you know what i thought it was a lot of fun there were some really awkward moments in there um you definitely. can definitely tell that these guys are not used to speaking into large groups of people because a lot of them <laughs> seem very uncomfortable uh but if, if you can tell that they're just cooked up in an office all day fucking around with you know things like that but I mean, the games in general seemed really cool. I mean, I love Bethesda's whole, um, just their whole direction is always so cool. I mean, you they make games that are unique. They they bring out adventure. There's lots of action. It's, very, it's never a dull moment. So I thought it was a pretty decent conference overall. I mean, uh, like I said, there were some letdowns, but also some really good ones as well. Yeah, I, I have to I have to agree. I, I feel that, you know, I, I everyone was super stoked for Fallout seventy six and I think majority from what I saw that are huge Fallout fans like um like uh myself and you, um mm-hmm. were just kinda like, Well, it just looked okay, but I have to be honest, I felt like Rage 2 was their best showing throughout the entire I thing. I definitely agree with and that. And it, it was just like I didn't even know this game was even gonna have a sequel and it ended up turning out to be Bethesda's I mean, for me. It ended up being Bethesda's like best show, and it was just like really exciting to see. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that. And I thought, you know, I thought they definitely had their weird, quirky moments, and I know Bethesda likes that. But uh, hopefully next year, you know, they kind of just give us the games. We love their games. Just give us the I games. I know. <laughs> I know. And it's so. It's isn't it funny how things work out? How Rage One was not that great and it ended up rage 2 being this year's best game that they have to offer in our opinion of course and for those of you who didn't see any of the gameplay or anything for rage 2 and you're doubting us go check that shit out on youtube or go on the internet and check it out because it is pretty incredible so it it, it looks like it's gonna be a shit ton of fun like exactly Mm -hmm. i i i cannot wait i cannot wait so the next day ends up happening which was this past monday and we had three conferences uh they did have a showing for pc uh, yeah. but we're not really going to go into that um and then they also had one for square but uh, as we kind of said we're not going to really talk about that but 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 because tisa babisa is probably the biggest kingdom of hearts fan i do want to kind of talk before we get into our next like big conference mode i, I want to talk about kingdom of hearts 3 because you are the biggest fan i know and a lot of friends i know are huge fans i enjoy the game but i'm not like the diehards right and we how long have you been waiting for this game oh my gosh (laughs) so long i feel like i have played kingdom hearts since i was in i don't even know like high school forever before that before i've known you when yeah yeah. because I'm a huge Disney buff. I love Disney. I can't even explain to you the amount of times I've seen The Lion King and like over and over just the classics as a kid. I would sit there in front of the TV and just watch fucking Toy Story over and over and over again. And so 
that being said, the Kingdom Hearts games bring together Disney and Final Fantasy, which is really, really awesome. You've got the sword fighting. You've got the amazing characters, just the, the graphics of the of the Final Fantasy games. And then you have this just this adventure with all of the beloved characters that you love. So that's what I just love. I love, love, love Kingdom Hearts. So if you're a video, if you're not such a huge video game buff and you do enjoy Disney, take a take a try, take a stab at um, Kingdom Hearts. You might enjoy it, and it's one of those one of those games that it is one player. However, anyone can sit there and watch you play, or you could take turns just pass the remote back and forth. Um, my sister and my brother, when they were real little, they used to just sit there and watch me play for hours they would watch me play kingdom hearts so i've been anticipating and waiting and waiting and waiting and so so excited about this game and it's so funny because we were just talking about kingdom hearts a couple episodes ago yes Yes. and i was like god i just want this to come out already remember and now we finally have a date in january next year so i'm so excited they had the the they had shown a little bit of uh, gameplay a little bit in the trailer as well for our, uh, Toy Story and I know you're excited about this. They also had the Pirates of the fucking Caribbean. <laughs> yes, like that. Oh my gosh. That gameplay for the Pirates of the Caribbean section was phenomenal. I was like, look at these graphics. Look how fucking amazing this looks. Like I I, I was already super stoked because I I were the last uh, Kingdom of Our Hearts I played was with you and i believe that was too and uh it's been so long it's just been so long we've had so many uh iterations since then and main main most of them have been on the uh 3ds and what have you and just side stories but like this just feels like it's worth the wait and you could just feel the fans and just hearing you talk about it like gets me really excited and i love that you brought up the fact that you may not be the biggest like game fan but if you love disney um you know this is like a really good game to start off with and like there are a lot of games where uh you know if someone just watches you they just kind of get bored this is one of those games where you really enjoy watching someone else play and i'm really i'm really stoked i think my wife is gonna really enjoy it and um, the reason being is, you know, uh, Super Super Mario Odyssey for an instant. Like, she's she's a huge Mario fan. That's, like, her favorite, right, as far as, like, the Nintendo games and what have you. And uh-huh. uh, it was one player. But we took turns, right, playing. and But it was fun to kind of watch. And I feel like we are going to have that same experience playing this. Grant you, you know, it'll be a little bit more challenging because it'll go from a Switch controller to playstation 4 controller but you know the fact that there's going to be so many cool characters ones that she'll recognize some that she'll have a great time playing and i'm sure once she gets the the mechanics and the battling down like i really feel like she's going to really enjoy this one as well so it's good i love that you brought that up because not a lot of games nowadays you can just sit and say oh like that looks cool you know to to watch uh, while someone else plays, you know, it's, yes. it's, it, it, it's just going to be really cool. But uh, it's just great to see that they finally have a day. I think that is the one thing that Square, you know, can say they did right, at least for this E3, even though it was already kind of announced before E3 the the day. <laughs> but at least we got to see gameplay and almost every conference had a trailer for Kingdom of Hearts. Like, that's how <laughs> crazy, <laughs> like, I felt like every time I watched a conference, I was like, Kingdom of Hearts. Oh my god, more Kingdom of Hearts. Oh, here we go. 
Kingdom of Hearts. Like it was definitely. And wait, like, wait. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Here's another one. And Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, that's just really cool. I, I'm glad you're excited about it. It's just really great to hear. You know, once your your yes. game that you've been waiting for. For me, it was you know like waiting a long time. Uh, one of the games was Final Fantasy for me. And when Final Fantasy 15 finally came out, I like nonstop played it until the very end. And I was so happy with it. I absolutely loved the game. Um, still was going back and forth with new dlc that was coming out and it was just like it was worth the wait it was worth all the 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 name change and the patience and the delays and what have you and that, and, and that's what i think that i do have to give credit to square like if they do delay a game or they do say hey we're, we're working on it but we're doing it for the best they do keep true to their word like they re- they really do so um that that's that's really awesome I, i'm i'm happy for you i know that's going to be the very first game you buy next year absolutely you know it. You <laughs> All fucking <right>. know it. <laughs> so the rest of Squares was completely garbage, so we'll go ahead and pass that. Um, but we're going to go into the next conference, big conference that was up. And this is Ubisoft, which I, I have to admit, the last couple Ubisoft conferences have been actually a lot of fun. And this one I felt uh, was was fun, but it, it had like a, a roller coaster effect. Like there was like one really huge hype game uh that i you know like and this is obviously my opinion and then all of a sudden it was just like they would show something and it's like oh okay and then all of a sudden i was like whoa here we go <laughs> yeah and then you start going down you're like oh okay, well, okay. and then uh, when yeah. they ended it you were like yeah <laughs> so i i geek out. yeah exactly geek out so um the first game that I want to talk about, which is going to be funny because people are going to be like, um, are you talking about Ubisoft or are you talking about Nintendo's conference? No, 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 no. This is Ubisoft, okay? So uh, one of the first ones oh, they, they showed up. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they did. Starting last year with Mario uh, Rabbids, the Kingdom Battle, um, which I love that game. That game is fucking amazing. Like, it is one of the coolest third-party games I've ever played. And the fact that they allowed... Um, someone else to use Mario and perfect it was fantastic. But this time around, it's not going to be Mario. They're adding a totally new adventure to Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, and it's called Donkey Kong Adventure. So it has what? Donkey Kong with a whole new kind of like a storyline and gameplay, and it looks amazing. And the best part is, it comes out at the end of this month. So I'm oh, definitely, wow. I'm definitely grabbing it. It looks really, really cool. Um, I know you don't, you don't have a Switch right now, right? No, no but uh. guess what? I am gonna ask everyone for just gift cards for my birthday. Because <laughs> yeah. after watching E3, yes. I have to get a Switch, yes. and I have to get a PlayStation 4. I have to. Yes, yes, you, you do. Because all these games that are coming out, I have to. I cannot miss out on these games. Yeah. So it, it's definitely something that I'm. it's on my birthday list. All right, awesome. So. Yeah, that means we're going to have more games to play because the, the multiplayer and stuff is going to be heavy um, at the end of the year with uh, both consoles. So that'll be really cool. Great, but, great. Uh, yeah, Mario and Rabbids, uh, in short, for people who may not know, is pretty much like a um, real-time strategy game, but with the Mario characters and also the Rabbids, which are from the Rayman series, you know, Rayman Yeah, Legends they series. look kind of stupid <laughs> with the buck teeth. Yeah, but they're amazing characters. <laughs> like, I would say, like, one of the 
best moves Ubisoft has made as far as character creations is Rabbids. Like, I absolutely love these characters. They're so quirky and, like you said, dumb and stupid, but you can't help <laughs> but laugh. Like, so much cringe moments in some of these with the Rabbids, but it's all in good fun, and that's what I love. And the, You the know, game they kind of remind me of Minions in a way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like they're like Ubisoft's versions of Minions, but I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the, the game, and I just can't wait. Like, more of this game, especially with Donkey Kong, and now since we already, you know, my wife and I are on a Donkey Kong hype because we're currently playing the Donkey Kong, um, you know, like a country game right now on the Switch. And man, it's still a battle, but we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> um, this this is just really cool. And just to see another collaboration um, with this, I'm just like, oh, God, I can't wait, especially since it's coming so soon. Like uh, J- June, yeah, June 26th, it, it releases. I cannot wait for this. Um, but I want you, I, I don't know if you saw the trailer for this or if you saw the gameplay for this uh, for the next one that we're going to talk about. But we did have a rumor, right, about Star Fox, right? Ah, uh, yes. But this wasn't that rumor. This was a totally different, like, it just came out of nowhere. So did you see the trailer or gameplay for this Starlink game? I did not. Okay. Um, let me go ahead so, and pull it up. Yeah, pull, pull it up. I'll talk to you a little, a little bit in detail about it. So pretty much the Starlink is going to be almost like a uh, Skylanders type, you know, where you have these, um, it's going to be in a, 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 like a sci-fi setting. So you're in space. So you have these ships and you can actually build them. And when you build them, they actually go into the game. So they're, they're, it's like a toy to game, but you don't need the toys at all to play. It's just like a, another fun kind of aspect to it. And I actually liked the Skylander series when they did that before. And um, I know I played with your, uh, you know, your daughter, Addie. And I think it was for, I don't remember if it was Skylanders or if it was for the Disney one. But we played like when I babysat one time and literally we're switching out the characters and it was so much fun. Um, they don't really have too much of those anymore. Uh, but this looks really cool, but everybody was like, well, you know, it looks kind of like very gimmicky and probably like you have to pay to play all these, you know, stuff like that. But then out of nowhere, out of nowhere, star Fox shows up and everybody was like, wait, what, what, what are we in the right conference? We thought this was Ubisoft. No, you were in the right conference. This is... I remember Josh telling me about <laughs> I came over last night, we watched some more anime, and he was like, holy shit, this new Star Fox game. So, I haven't seen any of the trailers, I'm kind of skimming through one right now, but uh, it looks pretty incredible. I mean, there's not a whole lot into it, I mean, they don't show a whole bunch, but You can play really on only on Nintendo Switch, mind you. Um, you can play as Fox throughout the entire game and um you know with his you know ship and what have you um and you have these special missions from the world of Star Fox as well like that that, that is so cool i was sold as soon as i saw star fox i'm like i am buying this game i am even going to buy the starter pack with the cool you know starfighter and uh star fox character and what have you in there <laughs> i am buying it i do not care i am buying it I, they sold me they sold me i was like I've been wanting to play, and we talked about this last podcast, right? Because we 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 heard Retro was maybe doing like a Star Fox racing type game, and I was like, well, mm-hmm. I haven't got my hands on a Fox game, you know, Star Fox, and I really want to. Well, you know, this isn't technically a Star Fox game, but if I can play Fox 
throughout this entire game shit who the fuck cares i'm doing it i am doing it and it actually you know what (laughs) it actually looks really cool it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun maybe not like the best game in the entire world but it looks like a lot of fun got a lot of shooting has a lot of Mm -hmm. building characters looks like it's got like a really cool um visual style and you could tell the the creators and the developers are really excited about it and um really really happy that um Miyamoto approved, which again, Miyamoto showed up to the Ubisoft conference and they made him like a special Star Fox kind of like a figure and he was on stage and they were like, yay. And I was like, wow, Ubisoft in collaboration with Nintendo, uh, you, we saw it already with Mario plus Rabbids and now seeing it with this Starlink game. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, I'm really excited about it. I am buying it. I am a hundred percent buying it. It comes out in October. I'm super stoked. I'm super, super stoked. So, um, is this something that you would first buy the switch for? No, no. Okay, um, okay. It's not, I, there are several games out there for the switch that are, have me sold. Um, I would not buy the switch just for this game, okay. but maybe if I hear good things about it, like, yeah, no, you are going to get it. So 100%. I'm probably going to pick your brain about it before I purchase it. Okay. Uh, just because there's not, I mean, it was very vague on what kind of a game it will be as far as like how, you know, how you're going to play it, what you're going to do and how it looks. So um, maybe after I see a little bit more gameplay through you, I might buy it. I'm just a little skeptical right now. So yeah, and that's, but and that's, and that's it fair. Is Star, it is Fox, so I think that's probably the only thing that has me interested. Absolutely. That hey, that's what sold me. I was looking. I'm like, you know, this looks this looks cool. Like th- this could be like a cool, fun game to kind of play with kids. And then I saw Starbucks. I'm like, mm-hmm. move over, kids. I'm playing this. <laughs> Daddy's uh, taking the wheel. Yeah, I am. <laughs> it's all for me. Um, wh- why don't you? Uh, I'm gonna. I have to drink some water. I'm, lo- I'm starting to lose my voice. Woo! It's a long episode, guys. But hang in there. We're we're doing this for you guys. We're doing yes. it for you. Uh, why we're you- making your <laughs> wait worth it because we. I know you guys missed us Monday night, Tuesday, or whatever you guys listen to us. Yeah. I know you guys missed us, so we're a little late in the week, but we're trying to make it worth your wait. So we are covering all these conferences and new games that are coming out. So I know that I, I think the Ubisoft one was all right. wasn't my favorite conference. I know that they had some other games, like they had the uh, Beyond Good and Evil, which looked pretty cool. Um, the Skull and Bones as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I forgot about that one. You know, and that, man, that game, you know, it kind of pisses me off. And here's the reason why. It pisses me off because I love absolutely love assassin's creed black flags and don't let me forget to talk about the new assassin's creed okay um so i love assassin's creed black flags it was actually my favorite assassin's creed game in the series like i love that one and one of my favorite parts was the ship battles because it was just like it was just like okay, you get this huge game already, Assassin's Creed, and then they were like, oh yeah, by the way, you could just steal a ship, go ahead, shoot the shit out of other ships, steal their stuff, you know, dock them and then take their stuff or whatever, and then you're like, hey, I'm a pirate, I can do whatever the fuck I want, let me go move on. And I was like, this is awesome. Skull and Bones is only the ship part of Assassin's Creed Black Flags. So I'm just (laughs) like, I'm scratching my head and I'm like, 
uh, am I the only one who sees this that pretty much this is all that this game is? Is just like a portion of a, another game, and they're trying to sell it off as like a huge full game. Like I'm like, what? What? What the fuck? I don't understand it. I really don't. You know like, what? Now that you pointed that out, that is so true. Yes. And I'm sure you're. I'm sure you're not alone on this. Like I just. So, I, I mean, you hell? you can't be the only person who's noticed that. I mean, I'm sure all the diehard Assassin's Creed fans out there have totally seen it and have agreed with you. I mean, it's kind of shitty that they kind of made a knockoff. Yeah, exactly. That's a good. That's a great. That's a great uh, phrase for it, a knockoff, and that and that's really what I feel it is. It's like I would have rather have just had a completely separate type of pirate game. Like you could have yeah. even had the Assassin's Creed like mechanic where you walk around in towns and stuff which i they kind of showed that but they said that's only going to be like the hub world where you go and you purchase stuff and do your mm -hmm. trades or what have you but wouldn't it be cool if like you were actually just like a pirate you know like that's what i felt like you were you were in assassin's creed black fire i didn't feel like you were really assassin i felt like you were a pirate and i felt like i was playing a pirate game and you know me i love pirates so who uh... doesn't love pirates <laughs> i love pirates <laughs> Yar! <laughs> Shiver me timbers. <laughs> and so, uh, I mean, well, in a positive aspect, I mean, you did say that you loved the whole fighting, the ship battles, and everything else yeah, in Assassin's I, Creed. I, so this could be a cool game. You never know. Yeah, but I, I, I wouldn't pay. I, I wouldn't pay full price for this. There's, there's just okay. absolutely no way. Like, I would pay this if it, I would, you know, get this if it was free. <laughs> let's Damn. just put it let's just put it that way because you know i could just right. load up i could just load up black flags right now and say look guys i'm playing skull and bones you Dang, know? Like, yeah. <laughs> but so uh true. let's let's talk about the new assassin's creed odyssey yeah. uh what are your thoughts um well to be honest with you i've only played one assassin's creed game and it was the very first one really so yeah, I was unable to because I you got to remember I haven't had a console in a really long that's, time. That's that's true. That's that's so that's true. Uh, okay. you know we're talking like PlayStation Two. Right, right. Uh, right. It's probably my last PlayStation that I've ever owned. So when All I right. get my PlayStation Four for Christmas, yes. I'll be joining the rest of the world. Yeah, you have to do yourself <laughs> a favor. Um, uh, Josh has like every Assassin's Creed because that's like one of his all-time favorite series. Oh, I know. Play, yeah, he's... play Assassin's Creed Two, like. Oh my gosh! Cute. Amazing, yeah, uh, amazing from beginning to end. Amazing. You will start off with that one and then work your way um, up to the other ones. But um, this one, um, I, I've uh, since Assassin's uh, Creed Black Flag, the other Assassin's Creed games for me have been pretty dull. And I just and I, I really didn't like the latest one, which is Origins. I know Josh really enjoyed it. He liked the aspect of you know the world and what have you, but. I just wasn't really a big fan. I wanted something new. And then I was, wasn't was really excited to hear about this next Assassin's Creed. And I was like, well, I mean, it's going to be in Greek. So I'm like, I guess that would be pretty cool because I like Greek times. And, you know, I think they could do something kind of cool. But they turned this into, like, almost a totally different game. Like Yes, and that was <laughs> something that I did realize. I mean, from even from someone who isn't as familiar um, with these games... I can see the difference in the gameplay and the the whole entire look of the game has completely changed almost. Like when you go from the old Assassin's Creed's from what I'm familiar with to this, 
I at first thought, because, you know, like I said, I was in and out from watching it on YouTube, you know, walking around, doing whatever. And I come back and I'm like, wait, I thought I was watching Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this looks like some kind of, it almost reminds me of 300. Remember yes. 300? Yes. That, I, was, like, I was going to bring that up. I'm like, I, where is Leonidas? <laughs> because this looks a whole lot like uh, This is 300, 300 the game. Like, yeah. it looks incredible. Like, the gameplay alone looks incredible. I was like, holy mm -hmm. shit. When they had that battle in the sand and it was like 100 the plus people. Is, yes, yep. and the battling, I was like, oh my god like this looks really cool and I, I i text josh immediately and i was like josh i'm buying assassin's creed odyssey day one and he was like yep me too and i'm like whoa <laughs> this just looks so damn good and what's cool is like this is i believe this is the first assassin's creed where you can actually choose your character so you can either play oh, as great. a male or female and nice. i was like this is pretty awesome. And they actually showed the gameplay as the uh, female assassin's character, and her name is Cassandra. And I believe the male's character is Alexio or Alexios, um, but don't quote me on that. I don't really know. Um, <laughs> but it, it, the combat, oh, my God, it looks so good. Like, it looks so damn good, Tisa. I was just in awe. I'm like, wow, this I, I'm sold. I'm really sold. This looks really cool. I want to see some more. I want to see more about how the missions go, what really is um, being brought from Assassin's Creed uh, into this. Because like I said, it, it, do it doesn't look like you're playing Assassin. It looks like you're playing a Spartan. And I, I actually like that. It, it reminds me of Black Flag, where I felt like I was playing a pirate. But now in this version, I'm going to be playing, you know, a Greek god, if you will. <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool. So uh, overall, you you liked Ubisoft's conference? I think it was pretty interesting. Um, I I love a lot of the games that they had to offer. So um, like the the Star Fox one, I'm skeptical, but I am excited. The Skull and Bones, even though you feel like it's a knockoff, and it pretty much is, it still looks pretty cool. And I love pirates, so yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty neat. Um, and this Assassin's Creed. Is I first of all anything in in Greek, anything at all, I'm I'm sold. So yes. yeah, yeah. I, I think that this game's gonna be pretty incredible, and I can't wait to play it. So I think it was overall a decent. Uh, I give it a, a solid seven out of ten. So I, that's that's absolutely fair. I, I I agree with you on that. I think. Um, it was definitely better than EA and uh, definitely yes. better than Bethesda's. Way better. Um, <laughs> just because they showed, you know, a lot of gameplay and they had a lot of fun with their games. And the fact that, I mean, I'm a huge Nintendo fan. And the fact that they have this, you know, collaboration and it's still going strong. Um, oh, I mean, yeah. It's just seeing that Star Fox and the Donkey Kong, like, man, like, this is really cool. And that Assassin's Creed game just sold me and that's that that was their game to show off right and they they showed the shit out of that game i was like damn sure they did. really put that one in the spotlight so um we will now go into our sony conference which this one oh let me let, let me just flat out just say the games they showed off were absolutely amazing they had few to show but for what they showed damn like uh, I can say that Sony was one of my favorite conferences in the whole entire E3 um, because 
I'm I'm a sucker for just the aesthetics of games in mm -hmm. general. Mm -hmm. I do love, you know, a good storyline and I love a, a lot of gore and action just like how I always tell you guys, but if it's a beautiful game, yes. It's a beautiful game yeah. and that will get me every time and I feel like Sony just fucking took it to new heights yeah they the way their games came out this year Ooh. i was like holy shit these are amazing <laughs> yeah my they... eyeballs were like having orgasms from looking at these games <laughs> <laughs> they they definitely i i agreed every game looked amazing it was smooth i mean they just they knocked it out. So let, let's go because we have a lot to talk about uh, in Sony. Right. Even though, even though, like they only had a few games to show off, we have a lot to talk about for each one. So I want you to start us off with the very first game that they showed. And damn, damn, this one was just man, it was a masterpiece. Which one was it? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta okay. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Videos I got you. and conferences and trailers. I got you. I got you. No worries. No worries. No worries. <laughs> Last of Us Part Two. Last of Us Part oh, Two. Oh yes. Oh my <laughs> gosh. First of all, when Sony played this, uh, it was a very long period of gameplay, which I loved. Yes. I mean, it it was so incredible, and I never I never played the first one before, Ooh. but I can tell you right now. Just seeing this game in Sony's um, conference, it makes me want to play the first one so I can play the second one. You, you have I to. Mean, it it first is of all, so I good. I feel kind of like, I feel like in this game, The Last of Us, the girl almost resembles me in a way. Just her demeanor, her look, her language, the way she talks. I felt connected to this to this female character in the game in a way that i can't explain and i was like how would i feel if i was in this situation right now would i be this badass have you ever played games where you feel connected with the with the character that you're playing in a way oh yeah absolutely there, okay. there have been tons so, of times where i'm like yep i'm, this is I'm me. glad i'm not alone on that <laughs> just based off of the gameplay alone i felt that connection with the character and i i was just very intrigued and it made me want to play it so um and just i absolutely love that it, she has this katniss everdeen vibe yeah, with the yeah. bow and she's just so badass i mean i'm not exactly too clear on exactly what the game is all about but i know that it's just a lot of sneaking around and you know shooting people and stuff with your bow and just it the fact that you can kind of get down in the grass and hide and you can crawl underneath the the cars and everything it was gorgeous yes simply stunning game um looking very very much forward to seeing and getting this game yeah for, you um, you have to a hundred percent uh purchase and play the first game you are gonna love it like um i didn't buy it immediately i actually bought it when uh they uh released it and it was like 19 dollars, and they gave you like all the content because i've heard so much about it and at that point, I was right. like, well, I want to wait till it dies down before I get it because, you know, I want to really enjoy it when no one else is just kind of like talking or hyping it up or whatever. And right. from beginning to end, I was in awe, not only by the graphics and gameplay, but the storytelling that Naughty Dog did. And it is just 
fluid and so good. You care about the characters and Ellie. Um, she is in the first one, but she's not um, a high playable character. And okay. that's what I love about this one. They even said, they emphasized, we want to show Ellie's character and we want to, you know, show the vibrancy, which is a huge trend. It, it seems like a lot of uh, characters are now like female roles or able to choose female roles. I mean, we just discussed Assassin's Creed. Now um, you're able to change it. And then uh, earlier we talked about Gears 5. Now you're going to play as Kate. So now playing as Ellie. And as you said, you had a relation already without even playing. And yes. it, this, is, this is pretty much a survival uh apocalyptic uh right. uh action horror type game and it is amazing like the fluidity right that you saw oh as far as the gameplay is mm -hmm. like anything you will ever see and man i i just can't wait it looks so good they and presented i love it so the, well. the freedom of the world the whole entire um world in the game as far as everything is interactable i mean she can squeeze in between things she thinks she can hide and kind of kind of conceal herself a little bit and i really think that that's neat and, and going back on what you said about the female characters and being able to select a female character to play with i'm so excited about this because i think these companies are finally starting to catch on that not their entire demographic isn't majority men anymore. A lot of women are playing games now. A lot of females are gaming. And men are still dominating the market. But still, I'm so glad that they're taking into consideration the female roles as well. So that's exciting that a lot of these games are giving the option. Yeah, I'm all so for that. Cool. I just want to play a character that has you know, a good atmosphere. And as oh, you saw yeah. in the trailer and the building and the storytelling, which, I mean, that's all Naughty Dog because Naughty Dog are amazing storytellers. This is a perfect character that you want to play because sometimes, and I think that's probably the point that they maybe they are emphasizing that they don't want to have or are scared to do it. They're afraid to make those bold characters. But now with, you know, the new Tomb Raider coming out and how well that's doing and just, mm -hmm. you know, being that. And let's just face it, like the voice acting, right? You get a good voice actor oh, to yes. do those emotions. The way they do video games now, like mm -hmm. people are sold because they want to play somebody that feels real and you have a connection. Like you you said and that's, yes that's i mean like really i said awesome. i wasn't even playing i was yeah. just watching the gameplay and how she was just like ah oh, shit her son of a bitch she's just kind of <laughs> cursing at her thing and like you know when she'd get shot or something she's just kind of like fighting through it but she, you could tell she was in pain and everything yeah. and i felt like okay this would be so me in this situation right now i'm by myself i'm running for my life i'm killing people just to just to get by and survive but i'm still cursing because i'm frustrated at <laughs> what's going on so yeah ellie seems like a pretty cool character so or no the the girl is that her name yeah ellie yeah that's her name. yes okay ellie yeah so um i'm pretty excited about this game so but we did have some other uh games that they showed for sony they had yes. the um death stranding yes trailer which was still very vague Oh, you know um, what? You know what? Don't it, know what the fuck it's about. <laughs> exactly, still. and you know what? That that is the coolest part. Everybody says the same thing. They're like, I don't know what's going on, but I can't stop watching it. And that's the beauty of Hideo Kojima. Like, and he is, they show. <sighs> did you see how there was Daryl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> From The Walking Dead. I mean, or what's his face? Um, the guy. 
Yeah, I, don't, I forget the actor's name because now Norman Reedus. There you go, Norman Reedus. Yeah, he's yes. he's been on this project for a long time. I mean, we've seen mm-hmm. iterations of uh, uh, cutscenes and uh, CGI, uh, you know, trailers for the past couple years on this game. Ever since Hideo made his own um, logo and new company after he had left, uh, uh, what was it Konami? Yeah, Konami. And uh, man, I, I'm super stoked. I don't know what the game is about. We finally got to see some gameplay. Still don't yes. know what it's about, but it looks it, it just looks so different than anything I have ever seen. And following uh, you know, Kojima's work with Metal Gear, I'm I'm sold. I just want to know exactly what I do in this game, how it's played, and yeah, I'll I'll get it. I just want a little more detail, but I'm pretty pretty damn sure I am going to be sold to get it. But Hey, yeah. you, you can't help but not like these trailers. They're weird as fuck, but they're just so good. They're just so I know. Good. Well, even though that one was very cryptic, the Death Stranding, we still don't know what it's about. We have no idea what we're going to be doing, but it's just intriguing how they're just keeping us in the dark and, like, lingering us with a thread, you know, hanging, leaving us dangling there with curiosity, which is kind of cool. But one game... That was uh, showing some gameplay that was definitely clear was the new Marvel Spider-Man game that's coming out. Oh, my God. Right? That game. (laughs) Oh, my God. I know, man. Take it away because I I, got to catch my breath. Given the fact that it's Spider-Man, and I've played some Spider-Man games in the past, I can tell you right now that it's it's always going to be fun swinging from webs in the city it's yes. always going to be amazing to play spider-man and be the hero because it's just so different from every other superhero game you yes. know it just brings a whole new um perspective and everything like that spider-man games are fun but this game just looks so incredible i love the fact that there are moments where Spider-Man in the trailer, he's he's kind of outnumbered, right? He's got like four villains. And you're like, how the fuck is he going to get out of this? <laughs> we don't know, right? I mean, I just, it's beautiful the way they did it. His suit is so bright. I love that every time there's a new Spider-Man anything, his suit changes. Yes. And it's always really exciting. So, yes. Um, but yes, the, the game looks exciting. It looks great. Um it's in some of the one of the the one of the few gripes that I have about Spider-Man games is when you play it, you kind of get a little. I don't know about you, Spaniard, but for for me, when I play Spider-Man games, sometimes I get uh, like headaches from the motion okay. of him. I, I can see that. I can moving, see that. and it's like eh, after hours and hours, it's it's kind of it starts to get a little dizzy. But in the in this gameplay that I saw, it didn't really give me that vibe. There's still that swinging sensation, but it's not as crazy and dramatic you kind of follow along with him whereas you're not i don't know if i'm making any sense but no, i think you i think it you are. seems a little bit more easier for your eyes to keep up with him and, and in a I, way I, that you can still enjoy it and I, and sense it but not get sick from it <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree i agree with you like when i first uh saw you know we, we got a glimpse of it um you know last e3 and stuff like that but this time we got a full-on and then afterwards i've been watching some interviews and some more full-on gameplay of the open world and the, the thing i can say is smooth and i think that is why maybe you're not having that effect because the fluidity from swinging through the city to then jumping down and then going right. into these amazing action fighting sequences it's flawless 
It it yes, totally it. reminds me of when I first played Arkham Asylum and oh, how that yes. combat was where you would just literally press a button and it was smooth, like so damn smooth. And I just see this and I'm like, whoa, this is like Arkham Asylum meets Spider-Man and Spider-Man just takes over the whole system. And it is just, it's so damn cool. Like I'm really really stoked about it my my only my only thing where i'm i'm hesitant where i would say yeah i would buy this 100 percent day one and it's coming out of september so it's coming out a few in a few months which is going to be probably one of the bigger uh game releases that we're going to be having that is uh in recent uh, uh months that's going to be upcoming and uh, i just feel like uh be it, it's going to be like mission wise i feel like from what i've seen it's going to be very repetitive and I just want something a little more. Now, granted, yes, it's going to be open world and probably going to have a lot to do. And they are talking about there's going to be gears and leveling up system and gadgets. But, like, just seeing, like, uh, a group of, like, 12 dudes and you're just going to go out there and beat them up. I just feel like every time now, if I see 12 dudes, I know I'm just going to go in there and beat them up. But I would like maybe like an objective or maybe one like big guy that's going to give me, you know, some kind of hassle or, you know, like maybe a dude with a shield that I can't really get to, you know, maybe something like that. And maybe they just didn't show it. But that's what I felt like. I felt like some of the stuff that they were showing was super repetitive, especially jumping from roof to roof and seeing the same characters mm -hmm. and fighting. But ultimately, uh, besides that, uh, I, I'm sold. It looks really cool. They shut off so many villains, and they all look oh, great. Yeah. They all look great. So they I, do. I think this is going to be a, a, a really good staple uh, for Sony and uh, Spider-Man and Marvel as a whole. It's going to be really good. I can totally respect your opinion on the repetitiveness. However, I think that sometimes when when games come out. You have to consider that they also have to market to different age groups. I mean, true, kids true. are fans of Spider-Man, and the kids are probably going to be the ones that are playing this. So so the simplicity of the game might be more geared towards younger folks. You know what I mean? It's not too complex. It's, uh, you know, the missions might be a little repetitive, but we never know. Like you said, they might not even show it. Who knows? But we'll see. Um, yeah, we'll, but they, we'll... did, they did have some other games in the Sony um conference that we haven't mentioned yet i know that you are not going to want to talk about the the game that we what what, what did we miss we missed one ghost of tsushima yes i was gonna bring up black ops but we'll we'll talk about that oh later. god no we're not gonna talk about that we're gonna talk oh, about ghost of tsushima okay fine fine fine, fine. this go ahead, go game ahead. okay they, they showed like a kind of a teaser and they had been talking about it and people were like well what is this game gonna be right and then all of a sudden we got this amazing amazing gorgeous mind you gorgeous presentation of this game and pretty much is you play as this badass samurai and from what i understood from it you just go on you have your mission you probably have your you know your code that you live by but oh my gosh the sword play the gore and the absolute atmosphere of like the weather system and the beauty of what the 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 fields and the land looks like it was it looked like high level pc and i okay. was super impressed i totally when i saw this at first it Tell me if I'm wrong, but doesn't it give you like a Witcher vibe? Yes, absolutely. It's I like agree. a samurai version of The Witcher. 
Yes, I, I can I can agree with that. Yeah, just just looking at the world and when you when you're riding the horse when they were riding the horse at the beginning of the the demo that they had, like it was just awesome. But that combat, like that oh. one slice sword to go through like a true samurai and you just see the blood still on the sword and the, oh, yeah. the dude in armor is just like shit this dude just screwed me up <laughs> uh and the sword play was so oh my god it was the entire thing and then the last scene that they showed was a, a fight between the two characters main character and another character and the field starts catching on fire and mm-hmm. i literally stopped watching the characters and was just watching the fire expand throughout the background because it looked so damn good like amazing amazing i i'm really really excited for this game i want to see more though before i say oh yeah this is a game that i definitely want to pick up i want to see more i want to see more about the story a little bit more on the combat what is there going to be like a system to upgrade are you just using your sword can you use other weapons and stuff like that but Yeah, I I can see that that Witcher kind of feel and vibe in there. I I wasn't really thinking about that, but um, yeah, this looks like it looks like it's gonna be so badass, and uh, I I've, I've been following it ever since just to see what other type of maybe new game we would say or you know mm. some more details or what have you. So I'm really excited about this one. But the one of the last games um <clears throat> that they showed off was one that we were talking about as far as a rumor, and I'm gonna let you take this one over because. This trailer started off kind of like, well, what is it? And then as soon as we found out what it was, everybody, okay, geeked out in the audience. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I know you're a huge fan of the series like myself. So what did you think about the reveal of Resident Evil 2? The oh, my gosh. <laughs> I am so, okay, let me tell you. My reaction, I'm going to try my best to reenact it right now, okay? Oh, God, here we go. Here we go. Okay, so when, because I was like, this game looks scary as fuck. Mm -hmm. I was on a Discord call with one of my friends that I game with all the time, and we're just sitting there watching E3. We're watching this trailer. We're like, what is this game, dude? This looks badass. I'm like, man. And then I I said it before they revealed the game. I was like, this is Resident Evil. This is Re- this has to be Resident Evil. They're like, no, I don't know. I think it's something else, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this is fucking Resident Evil. I'm like, maybe, I don't know. So I started doubting myself. When they revealed the name, Resident Evil. Okay, here we go. This is my, my reaction. I was like, <gasps> <laughs> like I started hyperventilating. I was so excited. I cannot wait for this game to come out because it is so scary number one number yes. two it's it's like you can reach through the screen and touch just the nastiness i mean <laughs> wow 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 that's all i have to say because i can't wait i can't wait it looks amazing like they did a really good job of um the updates but it looks like it looks like not only did they update but they also overhauled a lot of uh details as far as the characters that i could see especially like with leon and um some of the other like zombies and what have you but man when when they showed um because it it is in raccoon city I, i believe right for resident evil 2 is that what they were showing yeah. in that area? Yeah, it. I believe. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. the the city, like when they were showing it through the gameplay, I was like, "Whoa, this looks really good!" Like it was so dark <laughs> and dirty, and man, it. Oh, wow, I was just so excited. 
um, that that rumor was true and confirmed. And there was another girl on uh, one of the panels that I saw, and she was like, I really hope they're going to show Resident Evil 2. I've been a Diacore, you know, fan, and I'm like, I'm right there with you. And then afterwards, seeing her reaction, her face, like, she, she was almost speechless. She's like, this is the game I've been waiting for. And it's just so cool. Like, that was, you know, that was her moment. That was her game. And, you know, both of us are huge, huge Resident Evil fans. And just to see that, I was like, man, they did it. Sony... You know what? You did it. Like this is uh, this is really yes. cool. I'm excited. I'm definitely gonna get this game. I cannot wait to play it. I cannot wait to you know see it on the big screen and play it on my PS4 and just relive it again. Like it's been so oh, long yeah. and just to go back. So, um, mm-hmm. so with that being said, you know there wasn't too much uh, to be shown for uh, Sony's, but what what they did show was man, they just whammed it all in there uh overall what were your feelings for sony's conference as a whole sony's conference was probably my favorite conference um because they didn't just pump out trailers and gameplay for the sake of building their roster they didn't just do the quantity they did the quality of game and they brought it man every single one was intriguing everything was interesting everything held my attention was beautifully executed just wonderful wonderful i loved it and i can't wait to see more so um honestly they did a phenomenal job of pronouncing and not pronouncing but presenting all of their games in a way that made you want to play every single one so um i am looking forward to that one it was right up there with i know your favorite one which was the nintendo yes yes absolutely like saving saving the best the best for last uh before i get into that i i agree with you on on the sony the only thing that i absolutely hated about the sony conference was the intermission parts that they had because i was like Uh, what the fuck are you guys doing we want to see gameplay we don't want to see like the fact that they moved them from a fucking tent to the auditorium like you dumb sons of bitches like you should (laughs) have just had them in the auditorium from the beginning and just streamlined but you know what they 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 pulled out some awesome gameplay so i was happy with it but that part i was super pissed off of because i was like i I just want to see that but let's go into what i felt was like the pinnacle the god of E3 as far as conferences and games and whatnot. <coughs> <laughs> Bias. Yeah, maybe a, maybe a tiny, tiny bit. But, but you know, I, I, will, give, I will give a fair, you know, a, opinion, you know, across all we'll do. You know, we'll go over all the conferences again, and then we'll do a poll for everyone out there who felt like what they oh, thought was their the best. But Nintendo, okay, they have for the last – Excuse me, the last few years they've done what they call their Nintendo Directs, which me personally, I love because they just get straight to the point. They show us games, they talk a little bit about them, they give us the gameplay, and then boom, we move on to the next one just like yes. that. And I love mm-hmm. that. There's no big gimmicks or big conference rooms or anything like no that. No awkward nerds trying to talk about things <laughs> all awkward exactly. and uncomfortably. <laughs> and it was just like so cool from beginning to end. And it started off with a game that I personally have been waiting a long time for. And I've been telling my wife, like, you would love this game. Super Mario Party for the Nintendo Switch. Hell yeah. Do you remember 
us playing Mario Party throughout, you know, Nintendo 64, through the Wii, Absolutely. and, like, all these, like, like we would literally spend hours. Like, it's the perfect combination of board game meets video game meets Nintendo. Like, yes. how stoked all were you when you saw this? favorite Nintendo characters, plus kind of like a virtual, not a virtual, but like a, a video game version of a board game. You got like rivalries going on and it's it's fun to play multiplayer obviously because you do need to kind of go against somebody to play and not only is it just all about the high rolls because if you land on the wrong space guess what bitch you're all the way in the beginning so <laughs> it's like you don't know what's going to happen it's anyone's game no matter where you are on the board and I love that the Mario Party games all are different in their yes. own way. Yes. Um, yeah. They add things. They take away things. Um, they change the whole um, map and kind of the vibe, which it's fun because you don't ever know what to expect. So Mario Party games are so much fun. There's lots of memories in each one. And I can't wait for to see what this one brings to the table. It looks great. Yeah, it does. It looks phenomenal. Like as soon as this thing dropped, because uh, my wife, this is actually the only conference she watched uh with me because she was like super interested because you know she loves uh mario and mario games and what have you and i was like this is the game and i'm like pointing at the screen i'm like look at this look at the dice look at the look at the games <laughs> and i was just like just thinking already like having you know all of us together sitting on the couch playing this like it, i was already envisioning all of that while watching this so um they didn't have a date i believe it's going to be coming out next year though like 100 uh, percent. it won't come out this year but that's okay because nintendo has a ton of other big title games that are coming out like let's go pikachu and let's go eevee and we right. talked about it last week so we won't go too much into it but we got to see a real real in-depth look in it and holy shit it looks amazing. It looks <laughs> so, so good. Like, seeing the battles, I was just, like, in awe. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this reminds me of Pokemon Stadium. Like, this is literally the battle system in Pokemon Stadium. It looks great. And the fact that it's so flawless that you could just add another person just by turning on another Joy-Con and you can have two people, um, you know, go and uh, catch Pokemon with you and battle at the same time. I was like, this is going to be amazing. Like, my wife and I are really going to enjoy this and we'll be able to play a little bit more Pokemon Go. It's going to be cool. But my favorite part, okay, I don't know if you saw this or not in the, they, you know, they do the, the Nintendo Treehouse Live afterwards, their conference, mm -hmm. but they had a little gameplay demo of this. And this was my one of my favorite things so um you know and po this is based off of pokemon yellow and in pokemon yellow you know you get to see your pikachu follow you around and this one you can um see other pokemon as well like whoever you choose as your starter depending on your version eevee or pikachu they'll always be like on your back or on your head or what have you but you could choose another pokemon as your secondary and they can just kind of chill and walk behind you now, granted, that's really cool because they showed off Charmander, Bulbasaur, and Squirtle. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so cool. But then they brought out something that I wasn't expecting. So they had an Onyx, you know, Onyx, the big rock right. ground Pokemon uh -huh. and whatnot. So as soon as they pulled that out, you ride the Onyx. Stop it. I shit you not. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, all right, come on, pre-order. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's go i need to pre-order this like it is so cool and they said there's a ton of uh scaling that they did with other pokemon like if they're large or what have you that you'll be able to get on them and ride and it just looks so cool 
I was like, holy shit, literally riding Onyx through the, the forest, and then they showed more battles, and I was just like, oh, I cannot wait for this game. I really cannot wait for this game. It's going to be a lot of fun, and um, I, I just to see more of it, I was already geeking out last week, seeing it this week in full, I was like, yes, thank you, Nintendo, thank you. But um, let's talk to a, a new game. I'm not sure how familiar you are with the Fire Emblem series. Are you Are you familiar with them at all? Not at all. Okay, so we'll talk really quick on, on this one because I don't think a lot of people are. It's one of those games where you either hate it or you love it. It's it's never a game that it's in between, at least nobody that I've come across. Um, I love the series because it's more like a, uh, a strategy type game. But this one, the style, it's like a cell shaded and it looks phenomenal. And the fact that they have so many characters, pretty much what you do is you play as uh, multiple characters in this time. And Fire Emblem is based on this very warpath time and swords and shields and, you know, goddesses, what have you. And um, it's just pretty much you set up your characters, you go fight, you battle, and uh, you move on to the next round. So kind of like old school Final Fantasy style. And it looks really good. Uh, I think fans were super hyped. I saw a lot of pog champs when I was watching it and uh, Twitch <laughs> chat. So everyone was super excited, whoever is a Fire Emblem fan or if you were excited to maybe play something new. Uh, so it looks really good. And I'm happy they showed it off because um, I, the last few Fire Emblem games that they have shown or that have come out have been on 3DS. And now to actually have one that's going to come out of the Switch in all of its glory, like it looks amazing. And it's just cool to see that support to say, okay, you know, we know that we've been putting this out on the 3DS for these, you know, however many years. So now, bam, we're going to put it on the console and we're going to make it look really cool. Um, but before we get into the huge, huge game that was revealed, which we know which game that is. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, of course. <clears throat> um, I mean, we do, we do, we kind of knew already that they were going to do Fortnite on the switch yeah but that is pretty cool because now i feel like it's everywhere you and and Fortnite is one of the few games i believe that you can actually kind of cross like play no matter what platform you're on i think they did say that i I have to look back on that but i have to admit okay i have to admit because i played Fortnite. i've already said that and you know i was like you know it, it, it is fun but i'm just you know i'm just not really into that style but seeing them play it for Nintendo Switch and what they added, you know, for the control types and what have you for that, I'm like, you know, a lot of people are going to like this game. And a lot of people who, you know, can't afford the PCs or other consoles or they, you know, just love the Switch, they're going to be really excited that they get to experience this game now. I mean, the third-party support already for the Switch is amazing, but they are, they announced a few games that really shocked me when in this uh, e3 uh, uh nintendo direct that they did like hollow knight i don't know if you ever played hollow knight but no. it is awesome like it is a really cool 2d uh, platforming game you will really enjoy it. it's on steam you should pick it up and play it um but they were like yeah we're gonna have hollow knight and everybody was like what and they were like <laughs> we're good yeah and you can buy it today and everybody was like what and they were like, yeah, Holy sh- yeah. And they said the same. They're like, oh yeah, we, you know, we have Fortnite. And everyone's like, yeah, we know you have Fortnite. He's like, you can play it today. And everybody was like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like who? That that is so amazing that you can do that in, in, in a conference. You know, like really say, hey, because you know, we we expect these games to come out months and months and months and later. And then all of a sudden, yep. Nintendo's like, yeah, we got Fortnite today. And we're like, 
oh my god and hollow knight like oh my god so that I, i'm excited for that just as a, a as a consumer and as a nintendo fan just for them to say hey we're gonna have these other third-party games we're getting all this great third-party support let's just give you the games right now like this is gonna be so amazing that's kind of cool because like you said you're sitting here looking at these announcements for these games and you're thinking shit i'm gonna have to wait like <laughs> two years before i can play this shit. right exactly but, I mean, it's kind of exciting to be able to walk away from a conference knowing that you can go home and get a game right then that you want to play, which right. is kind of neat. So, but anyway, without further ado, do you have any other things that you want to talk about before we talk nope, about? Nope, nope, let's get it. Game. Let's do it. Let's just get in it. Fast press. Da 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 You know, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Oh my god. Now now you and I are both huge fans oh, of this man. series. It's, it's embarrassing how much of fans like ridiculous fans we are. But you know what? Um, they 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 gave us something that not even the hardcore, you know, us in our deepest hearts would have even thought would be possible. <sighs> Like they broke record, didn't they, for the amount of characters that are in this one? There has never been a fighting game with a roster this large ever in the history of gaming. How many do we have confirmed? Currently, I believe it is 66. I believe okay. it's 66. Yeah, it's 66. Confirmed. Okay. Including the two new characters that they announced. Every single Smash characters that has ever laid foot into the battlefield is gonna be playable in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Like, that just takes my breath away. Like, every single character. And mind you, they didn't just say, hey, you're gonna be able to play every single character. They showed every single character and what updates and what they'll do with them like oh my god like what what what, what was your reaction when you saw that i was just happy i was just sitting there going we've been waiting for this game for a <sighs> long ass time yes. and every time it comes out it is just better and better. I will admit that I liked the Brawl version better than this, uh, the Wii U version. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think everyone will agree with you on that. <laughs> uh, the Wii U was all right. I mean, I, I thought it was cute and it was fun. I did enjoy the fact that on the Wii U, you can get up to how many people? Eight? Yes, eight. And that is going to happen in this one as well. Okay, yeah. So I remember when the Wii U super smash brothers came out and we we invited all of our friends over yep. to my house yep and we had all eight controllers connected and we just had a super smash brothers party and it was so much fun um but for this one when they said that they were gonna have all these characters i just not not in a way that is bad but i was expecting it because i know that they're gonna bring it I know that when these games come out, it's going to be epic. And man, I was just, it met the hype for me. It met my expectations and, and some. So it was, it was definitely something that I was really excited about. Man, I, I, one of my favorite parts when, when they were unveiling like all the characters and, you know, they were going through, um, you know, the entirety of the game was the uh, game director. Like, 
you could just tell he was so passionate and very dedicated and careful uh, to make sure that he was making the best Super Smash Brothers game he could make. And uh, afterwards, after the you know Nintendo Direct, uh, you know they had the Treehouse Live. They showed off gameplay, but they had a tournament. Okay, they had a tournament for the Super Smash Brothers Invitational. So it was the first tournament technically for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. One of the best things that I have ever seen. It was fantastic. The game is so fast. It is so aggressive. And I love that because I think that's what um, the last game kind of lacked. It was a little slower. And, you know, a lot of people mm-hmm. like using the shields and the dodging. Well, in this one, they did it to where if you consistently dodge, you start slowing down, which is an amazing mechanic because it makes you fight aggressively. And yes. I, I saw it in the tournament. Like, it was so epic seeing the characters again and seeing characters that we've never seen fight each other because we haven't had this entire roster before and oh my god what 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 is your favorite character to come back that that hasn't been you know in the series in the last couple ones my favorite character yeah to come back to see come back because you know some of them have haven't been haven't come back since you know Mm. like melee and some from brawl and you know they take they took out some yet we haven't seen uh uh snake uh in 10 years since the wow, last one yes. so <laughs> he's back um, like i was excited about snake although I, he wasn't one of my favorites to play with um let's see I'm trying to think was dr mario is he new or was he in the old one? He was one in one of the older ones. Yeah. Okay. So he's, he's I, gonna be I back. thought so because I'm so thinking back on six. I'm thinking back on sixty four. Yeah. Um, I remember Doctor Mario. Um, big fan of him, but he was also in the Wii U version. I think wasn't he? He he might have been. I, I'm I can't not, remember. I'm not, I'm not it's it's sure. all kind of meshing together. Right. Um. I'm trying to think. What are some of the older ones that we're missing? Ice climbers for me. I, I hate ice climbers. I love ice climbers. I, I can't stand them. You always <laughs> kicked my fucking ass. <laughs> I would get so mad. I'm like, these stupid little douchebags. I love. Lame as fuck. Uh, and they're kicking my ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw the, I mean, they already announced, hey, we're all coming back. And I was like, what are you guys talking about every character is coming back but just to see ice climbers i was like thank you thank you so (laughs) so much i am gonna kick some ass with these characters like and and the funny the funny thing is is like the characters that i really really like like you know as far as like characters themselves like um uh pikachu and toon link and um Mm -hmm. cloud from final fantasy like i you know those are just characters that i like but characters that i'm actually like epic with uh you know lucas you remember lucas oh my god lucas and pikachu i've actually won tournaments with and lucas i always play to piss you guys off because that is my best character for some reason him and pikachu are just i'm just badass with and I love Lucas. Like he's such a he's such a unique character. And I just remember, <laughs> I just remember sitting us uh, sitting on your couch and just playing with like everybody. And I would just like <laughs> play Lucas. And then as soon as I would get the Smash Ball and I would unleash, you know, <laughs> yes, the, the comments of the guy, you guys, you guys would just be like, "Fuck yeah, Smash!" Yeah, and just see the characters just fly. Yeah, into the- <laughs> I. I- <laughs> 
<laughs> I have fond memories. Now I can look back and laugh. But in the moment, I remember sitting on my mom's couch. We were probably in high school or something like that. Playing Smash Brothers. You get that Smash Brawl, uh, uh, the, the Smash Ball in, as Lucas. I remember just dropping the fucking remote controller <laughs> and giving you the double finger. Like, you suck. <laughs> sucks so bad and just when you think just when i think i'm gonna kick your ass and like make you fly off the the platform you do that little lightning thing where you like yes. zap yourself back and like oh you don't ever die <laughs> it, it's an amazing yeah. character. I, i'm super stoked because like that i mean it, it'll be great to play those characters again because it's been such a long time since i've had my hands on a super smash brothers game but um, you know, it's it's coming out the end of the year, so December. It's going to be fantastic. Yep, uh, super excited yeah, about that. So many games that are coming out towards the end of the year, and that's that's definitely on my list, 100%. So I'm really stoked. We're definitely going to have a, a Christmas uh, tournament for sure. Uh, it's going to be epic. I cannot wait. At least give Hell us a yeah. couple of weeks to practice, and uh, <laughs> it, it just, oh man, it's just it's just a love letter to us, and I, I just can't I just can't stake enough like how well Nintendo treats their fans, and just how amazing they did they started with this console, and how they're just climbing the ranks, and it just showed uh, in this E3 uh, just with this one game alone. But we also got a ton of other games that everyone else can be super excited for. But God damn, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate! Like I'm, I still cannot get over it. Like uh, every time I see the gameplay, I'm just in awe about how fast it is, how clean it looks. The new uh, characters they announced. Um, they have the Inkling Girl from Splatoon, which uh, that is super cool. It looks like an amazing character. And then they put in Ridley. Like we have been wanting Ridley since Brawl. And the fact Dude. that they put Ridley in, and it is a really cool character. It's not just like, a, you know, we'll just throw it in there because you want it. Like, they really did some awesome things with that character for her moves. I know. I'm, I'm, everything looks amazing. Oh, and I'm God. looking forward to it. I am hoping, though, that they changed Yoshi a bit because I was, I always love playing Yoshi in Smash Brothers. But Wii U just, he sucked so bad. I was like, <laughs> man, what did they do to my Yoshi? He's terrible. Well, hopefully they'll yeah. tweak. I mean, because they're still, and they did announce, it's still in development. You know, the, mm -hmm. the, the, the um, you know, demo and version that they brought was the E3 version. Um, they didn't even bring, like, all the characters that you could play for the E3 version um, for people to play. I think they only had, like, 30 playable characters, which is hilarious because they say, well, we only have 30 playable characters. And you just look and you're like, okay, but there are other fighting games that don't even have 30 characters for their entire full roster. <laughs> and you yeah, guys are saying we only brought everything. 30. <laughs> exactly. You unlock everything and that's all they have <laughs> like so it's so insane and it was so funny to hear that like only 30 like come on nintendo like you guys are too much over here but yeah. it looks amazing i cannot wait to get my hands on it like for me nintendo was you know like i said i may be a little biased but i mean the way that they presented and showed off their games yeah. and then ended with the game that everybody was wanting to see and how it developed and you know of course of the tournament like it was the perfect it was the perfect conference to to do that with like it was a perfect way to say listen this is the game that you guys have been waiting for this is what we wanted to do for you and this is how it's going to be and everybody was just so stoked and i 
oh, I just can't wait. I, like, can it just be December already? I want to get my hands on it already. <laughs> like, man, yes. ton of, ton of great mean, games. So much, so much great things. So many great things coming this year and early next year. And great things to look forward to in years to come. Um, overall, I feel like E3 was incredible. It really, I mean... I fell off the wagon for consoles years ago, but after watching this E3, it really inspired me to just get back on and get my consoles, gear up my gaming collection, and just have fun because holy shit, there is so much that is coming our way. It is ridiculous, and I know that you guys are probably just as excited about these games as we are and if you want to play with us please feel free comment on our facebook let us know hey i got this game too let's play together i mean i'm all about gaming community friends and just having a fun time in general with our listeners and family members friends and everything like that so this isn't just for us this is for you guys and i know that this is our longest episode ever yes but hopefully (laughs) hopefully you have had a lot of information a lot of fun and some laughs too because holy shit we just had so much to cover tonight and we couldn't just stop in the middle right i mean Spanner, exactly. can you agree yeah absolutely i mean when we when so. you and i were talking about how we wanted to do this we said we could do it one of two ways we could either just go bones in and just say you know what screw it we're going to talk about everything that we love because this is e3 and we're just going to do it or we were like oh we could probably break it up and then we just said you know what we want to sit here and we just want to talk to our gaming community our geek out community and just yes. talk about what we love to do and we did it and i mean this e3 is just everything that uh you know it's all about being a gamer like you just get so excited and you just geek out to see the things that you love and the surprises that had and you know even the heartache sometimes it's 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 part of it it's it's the whole experience into there so but before we go tisa babisa what for you was the best conference for e3 who won it for you ah man that's tough I know yours is Nintendo, um, but I I can't pick, man. I have to say Sony is up there. Although they didn't have a whole lot to reveal, mm-hmm. what they did was incredible, and I'm going to have to stand by that one for, for me personally. Okay. I feel like Sony really did a great job with the games that they did choose, and although their presentation was a little bit on the odd side and maybe a little bit of a clusterfuck... Um, <laughs> It, it, in the end, at the end of the day, it's about the games. And so, um, although the other conferences did have some really great stuff to offer, I'm going to stick by Sony on this one with Nintendo as a close, close second, if not tied for first place. Because, um, yeah, they were both, both phenomenal. Excellent. Yeah, uh, Mm -hmm. 100% for me, it's Nintendo. And yes, it's mainly because... Super Smash Brothers was just so well done. I mean, they talked, that was the biggest thing that they talked about for probably 50% of their conference. But every time, you know, something new came up that they're talking about, like my jaw dropped. I don't think I ever closed my mouth at all throughout the entire thing. I was just <laughs> like, oh my God, this is so amazing. But um, I, I do have to admit, 
that Microsoft conference was actually very well put together from beginning to end. And then they gave us the cyberpunk, um, you know, CD Projekt Red trailer, which I've been, you know, dying, dying to see. So that was really cool. So I have to give kudos uh, to Microsoft as a close second and then, you know, following throughout the rest of the ranks uh, going through there. But uh, we want to know from you, our geek out community, what did you feel was the best conference? And overall, what did you feel was your most excited game? Were you excited yes. about maybe Rage 2? Uh, maybe a game that we didn't even talk about because there were a few indie games maybe. And just go ahead and point it out. Let us know. Hit us up here on our Facebook or on our Twitter, as Tisa Bobisa said. And we are going to make a poll to say what you felt was the best conference for this year's E3 2018. But that is going to do it for our e3 special edition thank you guys so so very much for hanging in yes. there with us this was a really really fun episode i'm really excited for next e3 what about you tisa oh yeah and you know what i think that we need to put it on our bucket list to fly our asses on over on the other coast and make it out to an e3 in person absolutely we're, we will do it a hundred percent we're gonna go to so many conferences Let, let's try to do it we, we will do that with us and geek out since you guys actually did attend it send us some pictures send us just pictures of all your geek out shit so we can geek out together Oh yes. man, all right. Or drop some links on our page. Tell us what games that you thought were amazing too. And we would love to hear all of your feedback. Thanks so much for all of your time and sitting with us through this long as fuck episode. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for all of your support and thank you for having fun with us. So Absolutely. We look forward uh, to next week. Again, my name is Spaniard, also known as Eddie. And I am Tisa Bobisa. Also known as Tisa. Thank you guys, and I hope you have a great, great night. Always be true to yourself, everyone. And always, 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 always. Don't forget to... Geek out! <laughs> oh, Nintendo has my wallet this year. <laughs> <laughs>